Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Well, not welcome back. Why do I keep saying welcome back? <laughs> welcome uh, back. Welcome to Eberron, Heirs of Destiny, our Eberron campaign here in Final Show Films. Uh, it is going to be a fifth, a 5e Eberron campaign, GM'd, oh, I'm, I'm support, first of all, I'm Sasaki, I'm your executive producer, and our GM for this week is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy, I will be running this group of reprobates through the world of Eberron. Uh, we'll go ahead and have everybody introduce themselves, right back to Sentaku. Hey, I'm Sensaku, and I'm playing Sathanoth Valonde, the half-elven fighter. And Navarin? Hi, I'm Navarin. I'm playing Valen, the Valinar elf, who is a ranger. I'm Gorith. I'm Cor- uh, Corvus. I am playing Alexandra Thorne de Kenneth, the uh, human artis- artificer. Hi, Nithonic. Hi, I'm Antitonic, and I'm playing Branma, the Dwarvish fighter. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron. I'll play, be playing Edwin, the other half-felvin cleric. And Zagrog. Hi, I'm Zagrog, and I'm playing Kira, the human warlock. And like we said, we are, we are basing our game out of Eberron, uh, which is a setting created by... for. 3.5 initially, but we've brought it forward into 5th edition because we're forward thinking like that. Um, by we, it's mostly you. Well, <laughs> well, no. By, by, by we, it's mostly that they cr- actually created an Unearthed Arcana as one of the first Unearthed Arcana, and I was very, very happy about that. Yay. Um, <clears throat> so, starting off our starting off our, our our story opens in the city of Sharn, uh, which is the shining jewel of Brelin and the most famous city on the continent of Corvair. Uh, as we open, it's the middle of summertime now in the seventh month of the year. In Sharn, even in the summertime, the, the tropical climate means that rain is more of a commonality than an occasional occurrence. Um, and on a night like tonight, curtains of water are falling from the sky around the walkways of the city. Uh, Stone and wooden paths widen their way around and between the towers high above the ground here in the middle central plateau near the district of the Dragon Towers. Uh, The rain is falling hard this evening, uh, running off higher walkways and balconies and drenching waves that in the twilight of the hour make it difficult to see much more than a few feet ahead. Distant glow of ever-bright lanterns does little to light the paths on this warm, wet evening, where we find two parties converging on a sky bridge within the district. Perhaps coincidentally, perhaps not. Um, one of them is young artificer-to-be from House Caniff, heading home after a day of study at Morgrave University in the Upper City. She's accompanied by another young woman, an urchin from the lower city who she knows a little bit from time to time when they've encountered each other in the university library. They just happened to be leaving the library together and decided to head partway home in each other's company for the sake of safety in numbers. The other group is larger, a bit more motley. Um, two of them look like brothers having come up from the lower city to perhaps do a bit of people watching or just spend an evening away from the chaos that can often grip the district and they live of Lower Dura. The other two are an elf from Valinar, 
bounty hunter who's coming to town with a new comrade and a dwarven woman. Uh, bounty hunter wanted to check in on a few contacts within this city at what the uh, Dragonmarked house that they sometimes draw information from before finding a place to rest for the night. And his new friend didn't know the city very well, so he's tagging along. Quick little run-in with the apparent siblings resulted in some greens, and they are headed along the same way for now. So, really quick, what, really quick, why don't you guys go ahead and describe yourselves? Start with uh, Alex. Uh, all right. Um, Alex is a human woman. Uh, she is 19 or so. Um, she's 19, I don't know why, or so it's not really that vague. Um, it's just how old she is. Uh, a little bit taller than average, 5'8", about 140 pounds for Americans. I don't even know what that is in kilograms. Um, fair skin, long, dark hair down sort of waist length. Um, would be loose at this time, I think. Uh, she's wearing sort of fairly practical clothing, um, shirt, Best, uh, best sort of uh, a leather duster, uh, a pants, work boots, like boots that are maybe a little more larger than you'd expect, leather gloves, um, has a satchel with her stuff in it. Uh, you know, I'm not very good at describing this stuff, but I think that probably paints That's okay. a no, that reasonable, works. reasonable picture of um, her. The clothes are all fairly... Um, I had a nice description of them, actually. What was it? Practical clothes, not necessarily fashionable they're a few years old but good quality and well kept that's what i wrote so hopefully that gives you a pretty good impression of what alex uh will look like her token is not too far off cool and for companion for the moment uh what's kira look like uh kira is uh uh kira is dressed in uh well she has uh is leather outfit uh which is uh uh like uh fairly closely fitting uh, <clears throat> like you know you know <clears throat> for for mobility and uh and she wears a cloak uh which she mostly keeps uh keeps uh, it's not not the kind you keep flowing get that uh, she doesn't like like have it flowing in the back she it's mostly to con- conceal things also and uh she has uh, black hair to about shoulder height which is is some uh which she try, tries to keep out, out of sight but can but it's not currently tied uh Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about Seth? So uh, Seth, uh, Seth and Othalonde, um wears uh, lots of studded leathers. Um, he has, you know, uh, very well kept, but still obviously old and uh, sort of banged up um, uh, leather sla- uh, slacks and boots. Um, uh, underneath and uh, sort of a, a, a jerkin underneath a long leather duster that uh, again looks fairly well kept but ha- is fraying and cut in, cer- in certain areas. Um, the leather duster includes a hood that he will often pull up or put down depending on what he's doing. 
Um, and uh, on his person, he has a large collection of of sort of differently sized pouches on his belt, uh, which is connected to a sword belt that holds a um, a, uh, a a long sword on his left hip. Uh, it's more of sort of a, a falchion design. Uh, it has a single edge with a bat with a with a flat back. Um, uh, and a whip sort of looped around the scabbard uh, to sort of hold it on his left hip. Uh, and then, again, just sort of intri- differently sized pouches uh, all along his belt uh, and a bag hanging from the back of it um, in which he holds everything. Uh, his uh, Both of his hands have gloves on them. Uh, his left hand has a much more solid glove than his right. Uh, his right has sort of like a fingerless glove, has like a... a a lighter leather glove with a couple of the fingers missing. The left hand is a firm, is a very solid, you know, hefty work glove. Um, and he has sort of bandages wrapping, uh, bandages wrapping his left hand up, coming out uh, further up the forearm underneath the glove. Nice. Uh, Edwin. Edwin um, appears similar to Seth. They look like siblings. Um, and he's dressed more subduedly in largely darker colors. He also does have a hood. Um, but clothing that, well, unremarkable is clearly of slightly lower quality. Yeah. Uh, uh, Renma. Yeah, so Brunma is, what, what do I say, about four foot tall. A reasonably solid build. It, depending on how your personal senses would be, it would be a race as to whether you smelled or heard her first. <laughs> in, in between the sort of rough living and not really taking much care and the various accoutrements uh, just dangling from her backpack, just various pots and bits and pieces. Yeah, she's just sort of really rough-ish. Uh, wearing sort of travel-dusted chainmail and just slung over her back to an axe and a shield. Cool. Uh, how about Valen? So Valen is a sort of tall, slender-looking elf. He has um, brown eyes. And wears a again a sort of hood and a half half mask over the lower half of his face. Uh, he has sort of worn leather armor. Um, some of it's covered in mud, um, but the bits that could rust are, are cleaned off. Um, yeah, he he sort of he stands fairly um, relaxed and is sort of just ambling along, um, sort of un- unhurriedly and sort of. He has. He, he looks. You know. It looks like he can look after himself. He's got a, a a long bow slung across his back, and he's um on one side he has like a half cape <laughs> that is sort of tucked behind him, um and underneath it is a, a couple of um scimitars. Okay. So as you guys are ahead, are are walking along, uh, happening to sort of head in the same direction. Uh, having a little bit of conversation or just trying to get as quickly as you can uh, through the through the rain and 
the artificial waterfalls that the parts of the build, uh, city above you uh, create through the rain. Uh, go ahead and make me perception rolls. Ooh. You're starting off with the rolls. Off for a quick start. I see nothing. <laughs> you see nothing. I have water in my eyes. It's on the hood. It's just sort of splashing down in my face. Alex oh, isn't great either. Uh, why can't I do stuff? You rolled. Oh, it just rolled with advantage. Oh, rolled. sorry, I didn't. Never mind. Yep. Why don't I have my uh advantage disadvantage tabs inside? Uh, uh, the, cog. Yeah, hit the gear. And, oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can toggle it. You can toggle it on. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so it, uh, it doesn't use the same settings as I've done on my other... Yeah, no, okay. Well, you have a different um, character sheet. Yeah. So you guys are heading along, and and either the conversation is distracting a lot of you, or I mean, or just the general the general din of, uh, of, of water rushing, and the fact that the combination of the twilight and, and the general wet atmosphere... Makes it kind of hard to see. You can't really see very well. Most of you guys are just ha- uh, heading along as normal. Edwin, um, as as you guys are, are heading along, you actually spot up ahead right about here a creature in the dark, or figure in a dark cloak that's sort of moving quietly through the rain on that sky bridge. I uh, seem to be sort of avoiding the dim pools of light that are that are being cast by the ever bright lanterns, trying to stay to the shadows. Um, when lightning sort of flashes at one point, you actually see sort of standing it. The figure is sort of standing over uh, a, a shape on the stone floor uh, of the bridge, so something that's sort of laying there, and the cre- the the figure is actually moving towards the the side of the bridge. Yeah, so okay. Seth is actually walking backwards while talking to Valen. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's why he doesn't say anything. Um, which direction are are am I? Uh, is Alex and Kira going on this map? Like, are we heading onto the bridge or off of it? Or you guys are heading towards the bridge right now. Okay. Um. And I will... You know, is does we, this figure seem? Yes. Yes. Dude. Seem to be focused on our group, or doesn't seem to be at the moment. Okay, keeping trying to keep tabs on and very aware of what's happening over there, but okay, not saying anything just yet. Okay, so as uh, yeah, you guys can conti- uh, continue sort of walking along, sort of converging in the same direction as Edwin. You actually see the the figure. Uh, sort of leap over the over the the bridge, over the railing. Um, you don't see where where it went from there. Okay. You don't hear sounds of a splat, but it's also several hundred feet down. Ooh. As you guys actually, sorry, yeah. go ahead. Um, but seems to have gone away. Seems to have gone away for now. You okay. do see you do see as you got as you guys get closer, um, and you had already seen this. You do see the, the 
sort of the 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 slump something that it, that the figure was standing over uh laying on the bridge do do um, i see that now you as you here, how far away from you are that's from it right now that's fair i'm uh, i'm checking distances oh. you are eh, yeah you can probably see it by now so Oh, does it look like a large thing or does it look like a small thing? Hold on, you can't quite make it out that well at the moment. Well, oh, that's why I'm not on. Hold on I have this. I have this innate sense for for potential value, so I'm gonna really like. Uh, oh, it looks it looks person sized. Yeah, is the best way to put it. Okay. This, yes. This, Okay, this is this is helpful. I'm not I'm not saying Kira noticed it yet, but she probably would soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm as like... you guys are moving closer, like when you guys get within your dark vision reach, essentially, yeah, you guys I start pick that. you guys start picking up. For those of you that have dark vision, yeah. uh, Alex, you're getting closer. You can go ahead and roll another perception roll. So well, as, as I'll as, roll as, as well. As soon as I see it, like like a magpie, so yes, attention has, has 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 gone over to it. And, oh, yes. What, what's this? And just starts Perception. walking towards it. Okay. Oh, even worse. Wait. <laughs> yep. Yep. Even you worse. guys are There's a little bit of a sigh. You guys see people approaching. Um, well, and you can kind of yeah. You hear you hear voices and, and Kira, you recognize the voice. Yeah, Kira is probably uh, so probably in conversation for like looking to her side and slightly behind. <laughs> yep. You know, you duck not quite walking backwards, and... but so, you know, just sort of oh, like duck okay, your head on. down when it's raining and try to not get yeah rain down your neck and stuff. And yeah, exactly. So once you guys get closer, um, and Seth, you get to you get to the body first. Um, the body, so it's lying there on the floor of the bridge. You can see sort of it's, it's body is pretty clearly somebody who has been severely injured, unmoving. You can see sort of that mixture of blood and rain that's pooling around it. Um, Um, has a leather satchel sort of clutched tightly in its hand. That's sort of lying in that sort of expanding puddle. Someone's oh, gonna like lean down and sort of put a hand on their shoulder and and push them up and see are they still breathing are they still alive? Uh, make uh, so if you push him, he doesn't respond. You yeah. you push it over. It's a male, human like male, just unconscious or what? Like make uh, just make a medicine check just because I think it's funny too. Wow! Oh, it's a dead person. How dead? (laughs) Super dead. Super dead. Well, no, no. So you 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 flip him over. He's an elderly elderly human. Um, and you can see this person was pretty much eviscerated. Uh like. Super dead, but very, very freshly dead. Do the rest of us like make it up there now? You guys start, yeah. You guys start to see it now that you guys past the point where that I sort can of runs it. forward, and you guys start moving ahead or don't. Um, but past the point where I could do anything. 
Yes. No, there's nothing that yeah. you, there is nothing that you could do to preserve this life. Okay. As we get, as like, as El, if Alex, once Alex gets close enough to spot it, he'll, uh, she'll, um, stop Kira and point like, yeah. again, presumably we are in fact paying attention to each other and not around because apparently yeah. we can't see shit at the moment. <laughs> yeah. um, you guys, at this and point, you guys can see well enough now because you guys have sort of these ever bright lanterns around you and um, it's well, enough to provide yeah. you with dim illumination. So Alex will oh, sort no, no. of stop Kira and point out the 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 body and Seth sort of hunched over it and yes. Other Whoa. people approaching. So I'm gonna. So like, hey, what's up. what's going on there? Stand oh. <laughs> up. I'm, I'm gonna stand up and look around. Are there any guards nearby? You don't see any, but at the moment, Kira no. is also going to when she recognizes there's a, cor- a corpse. Uh, and 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 of course, she her initial reaction is to see, are there guards around? Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, there are not at the moment. Uh, tonight happens to be the. Um, uh the night of a yearly uh uh sort of ball by one of the noble houses house tain huh. um so is there any, is there any at, way to get a guard here quickly you could probably you could call out um, uh yeah and hope uh, that somebody's nearby i'm i'm going to call out and i'm also going to uh, throw back you know throw back towards edwin edwin see if you can find a guard okay I'm looking around if there's a guard. I'm okay. not sure if we established this. Does uh, does Kira know, uh, uh, know if Alex knows Seth and Seth? Uh, I don't think Kira you would know. Not, no, doesn't yeah, know I whether. Much. I was just checking. Yeah, Kira's, it, uh, Kira is uh, not going going to. Uh, Kira, Kira has recognized Seth, but is going to act like he she doesn't I, know yeah. him for now. I think one Alex doesn't, but you, but oh. even if I, even if she did, I don't think this that part like the fact that I knew them would come up in the, well, the yeah few I mean, conversations yeah. we've likely had by now. Yes. Seth's about to ruin that because he's going to look up and see Kira go. Oh, Kira, did you see any guards <laughs> on your way over here? Uh, Kira <laughs> stops for a moment and he's like, uh, and, and he goes, uh, <laughs> it, it, it lets out a little sigh and a sigh and goes. No, <laughs> and then no, um, and and then then comes up to in to inspect the body too. All right. So as as I'm as I'm as I'm you know crouching over this body uh, and waiting for a guard to appear, uh, I'm just gonna check what's in that pouch. All right. Because so as again, you, magpie. <laughs> as you go to reek for it, um, you guys are all sort of focused on this sort of this this sort of scene that's coming up. Or that that's that's suddenly unfolding around you. Valen uh, Bronmer sort of uh, uh, looking in on that. Edwin's going to look for a uh, call for a guard. Obviously, Seth, Gira, and Alex are are, are are focused on the body. You guys, so you guys don't quite notice as something sort of creeps up on the other side of the of the railing, uh, leaps out and goes to swing at Seth. All right. Somebody has a surprise round on you. Yeah. Thanks because they're rolling a 21. But we get to roll initiative, I guess. Yes, this is where we roll initiative. All right, so... Uh, Ooh. You... Yep, turn order is right there. 
Initiative. Why am I rolling so shit? Oops, I didn't. I didn't roll my character with my character. Uh, I need to roll again because I rolled reasons. A, I rolled a one on my perception earlier. Then I rolled a two. Um, so that comes out as a twenty-two. Can you? Can we use? What, what can we use action points for? You can use action points to for most rolls. Um, that's actually a good question regarding... What is an action point? Oh, yes. So, let's clarify that both for you, uh, for you guys and for the listeners. So, Eberron has a, has a system because it is a world of swashbuckling action and sort of larger-than-life uh, heroics. Action points are something that was introduced in Eberron. There's actually a uh, rule that has that was put in optional for 5th edition that's based directly off of it. Um, It allows you to add a bonus to roll, and yes, on any d20 roll, it's 1d6. So so that characters can mitigate the effects of bad luck. It inspired the hero points roll. It it wasn't like a a re-roll or anything. No, no. You get (laughs) 5 action points at first level, Every time you gain a level, you lose all those unspent action points and gain a new total that's dependent on your level. Um, You can use it to, anytime you make an attack roll, an ability check, which initiative counts as, or a saving throw, you decide after you learn it whether it succeeded or failed. You can also use an action roll to automatically turn a failed death saving throw into success. Okay. But you can only uh, spend one action point per. Well, in that case, I'm going to spend one action point to try to up my initiative. All right. Because, wow, am I rolling poorly. Yay. Yeah, I thought you might. All right. So that bumps you up to 16. To, an, to 11, not 16. Or, oh, you already bumped it. Okay. Yeah, cool. I already bumped it up. I went from 6 to 11. Okay. And uh, I rolled. Like I a, so roll. my rolls thus far have been a one, a twenty, and a two. <laughs> By that logic, that's what you're nineteen. Let <laughs> for... me yes, here. He's, regress- he's regressing to the mean, mean one point at a time. Mm. <laughs> okay, so this is. How do I add? This is the one I knew there was going to be something that I that uh, I didn't if you figure out right, beforehand. Select the token, right click on the token, click add to turn order. Oh, there we go. Thank you. And then, ha! Uh, huh, is my dexterity higher than theirs? Probably. Wrong direction. Um. Uh, descending. Yes. Uh, your what is your dexterity? Eighteen. Yes. Oh, it will actually be going before or after you, but it does get a surprise round. Yes. Because it rolled stealth like a madman. Alrighty. AC 16. AC 16, it does hit. Hey. And so. You, as you're sort of leant over this body, sort of reaching down to, to, to open up the, the, the satchel, um, you feel all of a sudden the, the, this burning, just searing pain in your back. Um, as this, you guys can pretty much see it now. It's a warforge covered in a cloak. Um, 
comes over the back with a great axe that it brings down onto your back, and you take Ow. seven points of damage. Slash. Uh-huh. That's half my hit points. <laughs> yes, We're it level is. one. Yep. Yay, scaled encounters for six first level characters. Yep. Yep. Um and that is the surprise round. We are now at the top of the round. So, Valen, you are up first. Okay, Valen uh, sees this happen. He you see it happen. Like you guys were sort of more focused on on that, but all I was, I was it's actually kind of hard about, not like... to hear not to hear the sound of fle- you know axe ripping flesh and Seth probably at least making some sort of sound of pain. So in my oh, head, yeah. it, went a little, it went a little bit like this. He turned around to Bram and was like, yeah, this sort of thing does happen here sometimes. I'm sure you've seen it before. Don't what was that? Yep. Uh, and then he draws his bow, um, reacts very quickly, and he's going to just shoot directly at the thing that is attacking Seth. Okay. Um, I have a question. I have an is answer. It, I hope they Is match. it humanoid? It is a humanoid. Warforged Yay. count as humanoids. Okay, I will take a shot at it then. All right. Favorite enemy humanoids. Yep. Does a 16 hit it? 16 will hit. Yay. That is eight piercing damage as an arrow flies and strikes it somewhere in the torso. Okay. So, yeah, you fire off your arrow. Um, it sort of slams into its, because uh, it's still sort of looming over, over says, so it sort of more hits it in the side. Yep. It doesn't really give much of a reaction. That's the problem with Orforges. They don't have to show signs of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not really sure how effective it was, but you hit. Unlike the um, half-elf. Are you going to move it all, or? Um, no, I'll just I'll turn to Branma and and just uh, shout that we're you know we're, we're being attacked. Uh, you know, defend yourself. Cool. And coincidentally, then it is Branma's turn. So, does this sort of thing happen often as well? <laughs> Less often than you might think. Hmm. So she's just going to move up, uh, taking out the. Shield and axe. Bloop. Cool. And taking an attack. Take a swing at it. Yeah, this thing looms probably almost twice, almost twice your height. <laughs> well, I might use an action point on that. Are you sure? It might not be worth it. Yeah. Mm. It's only a d6. At best, you're getting 11. Correct. That's at best. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, no, that's fine. Okay. So, yeah, you go to swing at it. It looks, It didn't look quite this large from a distance away, especially with no, with a not-quite-so-great light. Um, so you swing a little bit low. Uh, not quite mm. able to hit it. Edwin, you are up. Hey. Just saw your brother get hit in the back with an axe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Working on it. Um, so guards, I'm, guards. Yeah, call out one more time for guards. Okay. Um, because I have been calling out and looking around. But I think what I'm going to do... 
is yeah. Uh, sorry, I don't know all of these spells yet. Um, run up, tap Seth, do a cure wounds. Okay. Which should be on the thing. Eight. Eight. Hey, I'm back to full. So yeah, <laughs> Edwin rushes up, puts a hand on 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 Seth. You feel that pain's recede, flesh knitting itself up, which riches a little bit. Ah. Um, and you are no longer halfway to death. Good. It's getting real crowded in here. It is. Um, is that is that everything? Yeah. Okay, Seth, what's up? I've got a question. Uh, is there any sort of? Uh, do I know? I I feel like I would know um, mm-hmm. because of my chosen profession. Um, what's the sort of the structure underneath these sky bridges? Is there like a lot? Of, is there like scaffolding, catwalks, things like that? So that's the interesting thing. It really depends. A lot of the time, I mean, it depends on how far down it is. Um, some of these sky bridges are only maybe uh, like another story above something. Some of them might be two, three hundred feet before you hit something. There really isn't typically much underneath it that is able to hide. Not not hide, but grab. Grab, maybe. Um, Can I assume because this thing? Most people aren't quite suicidal enough to try that, but you know. So what I would like like to do, and you can tell me if my character would 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 think this is a bad idea or not. Okay, um, (laughs) is uh, pull out my whip. Uh huh. Figured that was coming into play. Uh, strike at the Warforge trying to entangle them in the whip. Okay. And then run past them, jump over the ledge, and like sort of use my own weight <laughs> to pin them to the railing. I mean... And if like like that's why I was wondering if, if I know like there's stuff underneath the bridge that I could probably grab onto if I, if, if I miss. Um, there might be. You are not a hundred percent, because the other thing that uh, the other thing about churn is that it's been built up over a course of so long, and so many different cultures are yeah. involved that it's different types of architecture. Even I mean, up up here is all a little more standard, and it's very possible, so but you're is, not one hundred percent. Is the is the railing like a solid a solid wall, or is it it's like stone. a normal railing? Okay. It is a stone railing. All right. That is about three and a half, four feet. Well, I will make me. I'm gonna have you roll a. I'll make it a your choice, history or no, not history. Um, perception. No, it's so not what you know about Warforged. Um, roll your lucky bastard stuff. <laughs> roll your 
I either his either history or arcana. This is history sort of a catch-all uh, academic skill, really. It's the same role either way. Okay. Two. <laughs> so you have no idea what a warforged weighs or anything like that. You could guess based on what you could guess. Congratulations, um, you're, a, you're a statistical outlier. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you're could not I make... 100% sure how... Shifting over this way. Well, it would work. Okay. Could I? Is there? Could I? Like, is there a chance I could get a glance over to see what's underneath the bridge, if anything? I will say. I will say you can use essentially a bonus action to do that, more or less, and then still have your action. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Good thing we're getting all these rolls out of the way. It's real dark down there. Well, you, do, you are able to tell it's probably a good 100 feet down. All right. In that case, going for the sword instead. Okay. Uh, and while I'm flanking it with Ranma, I get advantage. You which do. Which is going to be useful. And Ooh, I well, crit on the advantage. Hit. I have been rolling nothing but twos and twenties. <laughs> uh, that was a twenty. I'm going to note one. that the other yeah. one with advantage was an yeah. actual one. Sorry, ones, twos, and twenties. I don't know what roll twenty is thinking right now, but um, it's, it's going 20s. to make things interesting. Says so no. I, I hit it for eighteen. <laughs> no, this this is perfect because Ebron is a place of great horror and great disasters as well as great successes. So can I can I uh, can you fits. can you use an can you use an action point to add to damage rolls? No. It's not a D twenty roll, so no, no. Yeah, it's an D twenty yeah. roll. Okay. okay. So yeah, eighteen so, yeah. so I, I duck aside, think for a second, just go for the sword and a very uh a very you know sort of eido style like drawing slicing motion okay so you bring it around and as you bring it around not only do you uh, uh slice through like the entire left side of the cloak and sort of separating that and sort of exposing the warforged a little bit more um you also manage to hit just the perfect spot like between joints where there's sort of a leather spot and slice through as a warforged don't really feel pain but you do get a grunt out of it (laughs) and is that your turn yep okay and that brings it to the warforged who is not looking particularly happy. He's got a dwarf on one side. He's got Seth on the other, who just messed him up pretty bad. So he looks over it. He looks over at you, Seth, since you just just did that to him. And you see, in sort of his his, his deadish eyes, even so, even so they're they're made of sort of artificial things. You see, you'd swear like a look of almost like a a, a hazing over anger. <laughs> I've seen that look before. Sort of roars in your face and brings its axe up towards you. All right. And... Uh-oh. 
Does a 14 hit you? Nope. It misses. I dance out of the way. So it swings wildly down at you. And yeah, you manage to just sort of jump back away from it. Like, so I, just, like, I, I hop up on the rail. Just like, nope, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> and that is its action. Because it is currently focused entirely on you. I'm good like that. <laughs> Kira, you are up. Okay. See, seeing the thing uh, uh, sla- slashing her friend in, uh, viciously, Kira, Kira flares up in anger. Is like, you use this piece of scrap metal, and uh, ac- ac- actually, in, in a fit of rage, she is uh, using a bonus action to hex it, okay. cursing it in abyssal. <clears throat> And then she's going to use a standard action to Eldritch Blast. <clears throat> All right. Standard Go for it. Uh, in case it matters, uh, I'm cursing it for strength checks. Strength checks, okay. In case it matters. Uh, if I um, see that there's a rail underneath this bridge, it'll matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, and then true. I roll uh, Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Yep. And, and a I miss. nine, unfortunately, is not going to hit. Uh, am I going to move? Uh, nah. All right. Yeah. So you you curse it in abyssal, and you guys see this sort of um. Oh yeah, the Kira uh, is whipping like whips out. Yeah, Kira like so. Kira's uh, cloak comes a little looser, and you can see there's a, there's a, this satchel on her side, which she opens, and this book comes out, book comes out uh, by like levitated by ma- magic, and she uh, it like pages flip wildly, and the as she uh, point, and then she as she first as she first. Uh, Curses the uh, curses the war force and then fi- fires out this. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'd say, uh, oh yeah, I'm not, uh, I keep thinking it's purple, but it might not be. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's it's a pur- purplish. Yeah, it's it purple. Yeah, purplish blast of energy. Yep, <clears throat> uh, which unfortunately manages to go a little bit wild because it's so focused on moving in on Seth that it just sort of moves a little bit, shoots off behind it. Yep. And Alex, it is your turn. So Alex is very surprised by all this. There. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So she's she's uh, so she was crouching. battle has she... broken out around the yeah. around the college student. So she was like crouching down, having a look at the uh, Seth in the body, and all of a sudden this big machine crashes over the thing and hits him with an axe, and sort of a fighting erupts. Um, so she stumbles back and she's looking at the creature. Can I roll to see what I know about Warforged? Yes. Like, go is this ahead one? Un- is this unusual? And can I make any sort of an argument that I should have maybe advantage on this being House Kenneth? I, I would. No, I would one. have. Na- yes, narratively yeah. that makes sense. Go ahead. I mean, there's some stuff that you're going to know regardless because yeah, Kenneth. Yeah, but... I would. I would have also asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go uh, ahead. And then only really... Arcana. Uh, yeah, Arcana. Either one, Arcana or history. Uh, they're the same, so it's fine. So, right. okay. 
22. So, you know, obviously, you know, the, the, the basics of Warforged, that they were created by your house, um, uh, through the creation forges during the last war to serve as shock troops and eventually gain sentience. Um, you actually know that that was not something you know that that was something that was sort of stumbled on in a rudimentary way. And then the house started, started refining that. Um, is this something that they normally do randomly attacking people? <laughs> no, they are creatures of war. And you do know that there is because of, because of your position within house Caneth, uh, you know that after the Warforged were granted independence at the end of the, or granted rights as sentient beings at the end of the war, that several of them have stayed in their positions or, or been turned to indentured servitude or, or, or stuck with armies. A portion of them have have fairly large portion have gone off on their own way. There is a small portion that serve a warforge known as the Lord of Blades, who is almost viewed as sort of a religious messiah for them, and wants to free all warforge from the yoke of of flesh creature uh, oppression and is viewed by a lot of the places in power as essentially a terrorist. So am I, from what I'm seeing of this, aside from the, you know, murder, attempted murder, correct to be involved in, uh, is there anything I can see that attempted seems unusual about this one? successful. Well, well, well that, see... that has yet to be seen. Well, yes. Oh, yes. Well, there is there is the previous. There is the dead body at your feet. Um, <laughs> um, is there anything I'm seeing unusual about this Warforge? From you what I know, don't see anything particularly unusual about this one. Oh, okay. Really quick, roll me a perception roll. Actually, oh, you sure. might be uh, able to notice something other than the gaping hole in his side right now. Other than yeah. other than the fact that he's been cut open, yes. Uh, I'm not rolling okay. well on that. So, all, the only thing that you do notice is so Warforged all have to make it even more of a dystopian setting. They <laughs> have marks on their foreheads based on where they were created, who they were created for, and where they served. This one has okay. the mark on the mark on this one's forehead is from Karnath, which is I... one of the militaristic countries that used a lot of a lot of warforge, used a lot of undead as well during during the last war. Okay. Would, um, would that be unusual know... to see in Sharn? Not oh, not necessarily because many warforge who served in the Karnathi army uh ended up going off on their own because they had their own rights at that point. Um, so it's not ridiculously, it is a little bit off, off funny, especially with Karnath because Karnath was a very militaristic society anyways. And because Warforged are so well suited towards it, many of them stayed in the, stayed in the Karnathi army. 
But that doesn't necessarily mean that this one is right. has anything to do with that. It's just conceivable, okay. though. Um, so all right, so, you were so Alex to... is sort of... Yeah, so Alex is obviously very surprised mm-hmm. by this, but given that... Uh, I mean, And this is all what she has determined while it is swinging around and doing whatever and attacking <laughs> Seth twice. Um, <laughs> seeing that Kira, uh, that Seth called out to Kira and Kira apparently knows Seth, Alex is going to try to defend him and is going to cast Ray of Frost at uh, the Warforged. Okay. Uh, for her action. And... Okay. Oh, was there something else? No? Alright. No, you... Actually, I need to actually check something. Are you going to use Um, an action point to try to increase that roll? I don't think I am, because it doesn't do that much damage. So, really quick, I'm sorry, really quick. Yeah. Kira, roll another roll, because you actually have advantage against it right now, because it reckless attacked. Ah, I completely uh, forgot I, that. I, I can I can tell you because I've reckless attack a lot. It only applies to melee attacks. A Not reminder. in this case. Oh, okay. In that case, interesting. Does that mean uh, I should as well? Yes, you can I mean, roll with advantage. Talking about barbarians, <laughs> Warforged barbarians, even. Well, okay. <laughs> well, that wasn't any better, so you still yeah. miss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, mine's Continuing only slightly better. our trend with advantage, though. Uh, so, there's a 13 hit. A 13 does not hit, unfortunately. So okay. you fire off, you fire off your 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 beam of, of of blue frost, and again, it's moving in sort of a frenzied way. And unfortunately, Seth sort of cutting the actually managed to get through a few joints, not enough to actually hinder it. But it's moving sort of oddly now, and so it just goes a little bit wide. I, I like to imagine that I'm just dodging these energy blasts. It's like, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. So Alex is also going to step, uh, <clears throat> step back a few steps okay. to, to uh, get a bit of better view. Maybe she might have done that actually before she fired the ray of frost, cool. but it's still within range. Um, yeah, and that'll be her turn. All right, and Valen, you are up. Right, so what I'm going to do is try and move up to here and stand on the sort of stanchion of the bridge so I can see over Branda. Mm-hmm. Because she's short. <laughs> I don't I don't think you need to jump up there to do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm only like... No, but it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's this... <laughs> anyway, so I'm sort of like leaning on the... the chest high wall. Sorry? I said Branda is in fact the chest high wall. Yes. <laughs> if I take cover against her, I gain regeneration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going to shoot at the Warforged again. Okay. Does he have advantage? Yes. Yeah. Yay. I assume so. <clears throat> Ooh, that's actually a question. But I'll need to ask in a second. Another so 16. 16 will hit. Cool. 10 piercing this time. So yeah, you you jump up on there. Have to take a little bit of a moment to balance it because it's it, it's not it's, it's not quite slippery. A thin railing, but it, it it's not, you know, it's not a full walkway. And yeah, it's it's fairly slippery. So you take a moment to balance yourself, pull the string back and launch it right into its back. The cold shots aren't a thing in this, are they? Not really. No. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, then that's my whole turn. 
Why'd you have advantage? Because Jeremy told me I did. Okay. Yep. Oh, that's right. Uh, reckless. That's right. Because reckless attack. Yes. Yep. For the record, berserkers in the monster manual do not actually list it as melee attacks only. Huh. Okay. I'm assuming that was intentional because they have fairly high level of hits. So, Ranma, it is your turn. I guess I'll take another crack with the axe. Okay. You have advantage. You have advantage. You have, you have double advantage. You have advantage and advantage, which is still just advantage. <laughs> Darn. Click the advantage toggle twice. Okay. What? Well, you definitely hit. <laughs> Poop. I mean, five is better than I mean, nothing. that's damage, yes. So yeah, yeah, you big large creature, you're a little you're you're not a gnome, but you're a little bit a little bit smaller. So since everybody else, particularly Valen has gone super high, you go low. Um and it's not really paying attention to you, so you get a pretty easy shot in on its legs. Unfortunately, its legs are pretty well actually armored at the moment. So it pings off, but yeah. Fair enough. Um, I will not be moving, so okay. that is my turn. Perfect. Edwin, you're up. Okay. My brother's being a reckless idiot. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that's just that's what I expected. I mean, he hasn't tried to tried to jump off the side of the bridge yet. <laughs> yeah. Edwin knows he's thinking it. <laughs> like it, it's there. Edwin's the just like ah, he's, there's a thing to jump off of. I really hope he's not thinking this right now, but you know he probably is. But you know, there's not all, also not much I can do about that. So while my uh, it's not actually working correctly in my spell sheet right now, but I'm going to cast Sacred Flame at it. Okay. Which is DC 13. Dex. And Dex save. Okay. So it actually did manage to make it save. Okay. Unfortunately. That's fine. You foomph. And it instinctively sort of moves to the side for to avoid your little gout of flame. Yep. Okay, gonna sort of Hide around the corner. Okay. Call for guards again. Not that it's going to help. And the good news is, so as you call, you actually hear, it sounds like that's being picked up by some of the residences around here. Um, You actually hear calls sounding out for the watch. Um, Good. They'll listen to the rich people yelling for the guards. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It might be a little bit more concerning for you because the they're they're calling out things like they're not only calling out for the garden, calling out you know for help, help, murder attempts, but they hear them calling out to you guys like you guys there, stop that. Um, so it might not be calling out for the guard to paint you in the best light. We, I, I don't care right now. But the watch might be guards. coming. I can talk to the watch. That's not a problem. 
Like, honestly, in this circumstance, I'd prefer to hopefully have them get here and have been calling for them rather than not been calling for them. Right. Okay. So, we are up to Seth. So, um, is this uh, stanchion that the uh, lantern, that the Everburning Lantern is on? I'm assuming it's like a pole out of the, uh, a pole, like, jutting Correct. out of the rail. Um, is it in this square? Is it? It looks like it's in yes. this square. Okay. So what I'd like to do, The because, map is a little bit wonky, but yes, it's in that because, square. Because whips have reach, um, oh I would like to switch to the whip real quick. Uh-huh. Whip, whip the uh whip whip the war foreshoe attempt to entangle it with the whip. Okay. And if I succeed in entangling it with the whip, I want to jump up on the rail, run over, around the stanchion, <laughs> and basically string it up to the stanchion. Okay. Can I do that? All right. Yeah, go for you you can certainly try. Alright, <laughs> advantage. 25 to hit. Uh, 25 does hit. Dealing so nine points of whip slashing it around damage. it, and it sort of wraps around sort of like underneath because it's bringing its, its, its axe up again at you. Sort of yeah. brings it up around and, and sort of tangles like, it up a bit. Get it in like the neck and shoulder area. So, And so you're going up on the railing. Yep. Trying to run around. Roll me a deck. Attack? Roll me an acrobatics check. With advantage, because it's awesome, or just normal? <laughs> normal, you can make it, you can try to make it awesome if you need with an action point, if necessary. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Yes, you should, because that would be a failure. <laughs> hey! Ooh. 18, so that is good 18. enough. So yes, you get up on there, and there's a moment where it feels to you like you might slip and go tumbling over the edge, and you might be able to make your trying to pull it down over the edge work. But you manage to regain your footing, and you rush or rush down. And I just want to basically yank it tight to the wall and the, the stanchion. Okay. Um, I will... Ooh. So you've got it. You've got it held there for them. Uh, actually, go ahead and roll me. I'm going to make that sort of a grapple. I'm going to give you advantage because you've got the whip. So athletics. Yes. And he has disadvantage because of the hex. Yes, but he I, does. I'm assuming he is using yes, strength. Yes, he does. Yes, he does because he's hex. He could use dex if he wanted to. <laughs> it's his choice. He can use strength or yeah. dex. In this but, case, I'm thinking that's no. In this case, I'm thinking strength only because of the weird that, unique. I guess that's fair. Mm-hmm. I this mean, on the other side, additional grapple. If he had failed the, if Seth had failed the acrobatics roll, he could have gone toppling over the edge. So that's yeah. where the high right. risk, high reward. So seventeen. So. You gra- you you go around, and he very nearly just breaks free of the whip. But at the at this particular moment, he is held as your turn ends. So I just wham up against yep. the wall. So that makes it his turn. He's going to try to break free again. Do I still have advantage? 
<laughs> yes. All right, and he still has disadvantage. Correct. Another seventeen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend an action point just to tighten that grip. I. Uh, you don't have to. Okay. Remember, you know, you don't have to spend the action point until after you know whether it succeeds or not. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's the, that's the nice thing about action points. That's in this point. case, if it didn't have disadvantage, <laughs> yeah, um, which has been the case both times. Um, so it tries to, yeah, it tries to, tries to, to get free. Um, it cannot, so it is successfully grappled. However, grapple does not mean that you cannot attack. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And there's so, a dwarf directly in front of him. Now, did, I, did I did I move the warforged? Did you I, move him? Yeah, because I did yank him. Like I'm, I mean, I'm up against the, the wall. Okay, because I'm using the stanchion as a. I'm just curious because I'm using yes. the stanchion as the thing over there. Yeah, you got basically that's sort of the fulcrum to have him pinned up against the wall. Okay. You can try to pull him closer to you if you um, want, but that's moving him es- through Brandman's space. Trying to escape from a grapple uses it uses your action. Yeah, so it couldn't it can't attack if it uses you are correct. To to escape. You are correct. Good call. So he is held at the moment. Kara, you're up. Okay. Well, seeing as it's is now continually standing in one place, Kira is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kira is uh, grinning at it with uh, 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 glee, glee and takes a step back and fires off another blast. Okay. <clears throat> Presumably this one without advantage because it hasn't um, recklessly attacked. That is correct. But it is restrained. But it is... But uh, it is... It, no, grapple doesn't actually do... Like it only has means its speed is zero. I'm not sure if it it doesn't say it has mechanical meaning for oh. advantage or disadvantage if it's considered to be grappled. That's up but to the obviously. Team. Yeah, give to, me a second. I want to look at the difference between those two yep. conditions really quick. Yep. Because yeah, I may have said grappled when I should have said restrained. I was yeah, I was um, wondering about that. Uh, Grappled yep. is restrained just grants being... In this case, I'm going to say that it, in in this case, because of the yep. circumstances, I'm going to say it's actually restrained. So I have advantage. It, yes, you do have advantage. Okay, right here it comes. Well, okay then. <laughs> I'm not going to bother with uh, action points like <clears throat> on these. Well, I so mean, yes, we you do. We know what 16 is. Actually... Yeah, you know it's sixteen hits. Be... I I assume I have something like fifty. Yeah, I'll go ahead and roll a d six. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's my rolls today. And <laughs> twelve. So you, yes, unfortunately, you fire off your 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 purple arcane bolts out, but and. It's flailing wildly. You blast out. You so it hits the hits the railing and sparks fly, and you've left a little indentation there, but doesn't look like you managed to damage. Yeah, him any. Getting uh, getting these low rolls out of the way. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> you hit you hit the rail, the railing that Valen's standing on. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. It depends uh, if, how you consider the railing. If it, if you <laughs> consider it one part or yeah. like you you hit basically you hit above Bronma between Seth and the and the Warforge and underneath. <laughs> yeah. it's like bam, well God. And and that's it for you. Yeah. Okay, Alex, you are up again. All right. Um, I think Alex. I think Alex probably wouldn't, uh, despite it being having advantage if you attacked it. Uh, Character-wise, I think Alex is probably not actually going to attack it, and instead okay. is going to move up to Kira, and basically say, uh, try to hit it in and point to like describe some area Sorry that about she that. knows. Uh, that's okay. nothing. Ignore that roll I made. Okay. I made. Yep. Um, <laughs> try to describe some area that Alex knows is. A weak point for Warforged, based on her knowledge of Warforged. Okay. Um, okay. Mechanically, I am using the help action to give Kira advantage on her next attack. Okay. That's it. Cool. Right? So yeah, you know there there are a couple good joints, particularly for yeah, there are a couple okay. good spots that you can hit that should be able to do a pretty serious amount of damage. All right, Valen, you're up. Okay, um, I think I stay where I am. I'm just going to make a normal attack, shooting okay. at it again. Because why would I get any closer? <laughs> True that. It's nice and restrained for you, too. That's a 10. I am going to spend an action point. Uh, you get an advantage. Do I? Oh, yeah. It's restrained, restrained right restrained. now. Oh, that's much better. Ah, <laughs> oh, seven piercing damage. Okay. Yeah. Fire another one off, and it it, it it definitely not looking as good as it was uh, as it was at the beginning of the fight. It's got now three arrows sticking out of it, um, several slash wounds in it, but it is still struggling full force, um, sort of bellowing almost incoherently. Hmm. Interesting. We'll investigate after it's dead. <laughs> All right. And Brian Matt. Um, well, this uh, chuckle fuck hasn't managed to hit me yet. <laughs> so um, I will pop the shield back on, on the pack and grip the axe with both hands and try to take off its head. Sorry, okay. I'm messing around again. It's okay. And with advantage? Yes. Haha. Haha. So for the listeners at home, this is what happens when you characters. <laughs> they roll lots of eights. Double eights there, actually. Double eights. Which, if you add them together, is actually 16. a five. Two five yeah, plus two three. Um, so just check my other roll. There was the two seventeens. Yeah, yeah. Two that is true. Earlier, uh, two fives. No, so, you're doubling up yeah. well. I, I mean, technically, I have advantage. <laughs> um, yeah, Grandma goes in, tries to swing at it, and it actually manages to sort of turn your way. And just with its foot, since its arms are sort of wrapped up at the moment, it uh, just sort of kicks your kicks your 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 swing aside. 
Sure. And that's my turn. Okay. Edwin. You know, running across the railing and nearly falling off the railing look pretty similar. I mean, to be fair, it didn't look to you guys like he like he almost slipped. To you guys, no, it, it looked amazing. It looked like he executed well something stupid and dangerous. So going up, tagging him and casting guidance, um, then scooting back around my little corner. Hey, Titans is a good spot. Yeah, and at this point, for me, you actually do hear off in the distance, who knows how, how long it's going to be, but you hear the shrill whistle that you know from experience means the city guard is coming. Yeah. Yep. Then, I call then, guards then, again list, just in list? case, but yep. good or bad, both. I mean, normally this is where you run away, but in this case... At least one of the people here looks rich to me. Yes. <laughs> this is true. Alright, Seth, you're up. You have um, a Warford struggling at the end of a of your whip. I would like to let up just enough and then and then yank back down to slam the Warforged into the rail. Okay. Functionally, I'm trying to figure out how that works. Um... Like an athletics check again to do weapon damage. I think it's just he's effectively attacking it with the whip. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. I think it's just a whip attack during the grapple. Yeah. I assume you can make attacks during the grapple. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and go ahead. You can, but you normally need to use a free hand for that. Yeah, I'm using I'm using the weapon that is grappling as the sort of yanking mechanism. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and make an athletics roll as an attack. Uh, with advantage still, or no? Uh, no. No. All right. Because it hasn't reckless attacked. Do I have advantage because it's currently restrained? Well, you're unrestraining it, right? Like, you'll leave. No, I'm, I'm not letting go in this case because I'm not yeah, letting go. No, 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 you're no but you're, you're relaxing the pressure on it and then putting okay. it back on again. And that right? gives it, yeah, that gives it a little bit of, of, of wiggle room, slack okay. so it can sort of brace itself against it. Hang on. Uh, okay. Twelve. I'm going to spend an act. Do I need to spend an action point? You would if you. Uh, yes. Ooh. All right. <laughs> eighteen. An eighteen <laughs> does hit. In other words, you uh, manage to pull it back enough to do damage. Whip damage. Whip damage. Nine points of damage. So nine points of damage. So you slam it back. You hear the rail. I mean, the railing's not in any, at any danger of giving at this point because it's fairly thick. Yeah. Um, but you hear it sort of crack and shudder a little bit. Um, Wham! Yeah, did not not a happy warforged. <laughs> um, as it sort of jars him. So, and that's your turn. Yep, just gonna hold tight. Try to hold okay. him there. So he is going to try, going to try to break free one more time. 
Uh, advantage or no on my athletics check? Mm-hmm. Now they use pin again. Because restraint doesn't give you advantage to dexterity checks. And what's well, an athletic? Why did you have strength intent? for advantage? Yeah, that's right. I had advantage because I had the whip around the stanchion. Oh yeah. If you consider the uh, Seth's role an attack yeah. role, then he would. But yeah, you know what? No, because of the the, the weird fulcrumness of it. Yeah, that was that was. I think that that is leverage, which yeah. is enough for an advantage. I would say. All right. Yeah. Does that fail? They do have disadvantage. It does still have disadvantage on strength checks. Does have disadvantage. Um, however, or no, no, sorry. He does have advantage and thus... Dis- dis- disadvantage. Disadvantage and thus, since he rolled a two? Ooh, <laughs> a two plus his strength? Yes. That's a lot of hex value, not non-damage hex value. Uh-huh. Yeah. This this is what hex is really for. <laughs> <laughs> we have found the one time hex is actually useful for giving disadvantage on rolls. Yeah, yeah. it's also, it's also, it's also useful in social situations, yeah. Yes, in social situations, yeah. Uh, but yes, he is unable to escape. Um <sighs> so I've got this pinata no, tight. No. <laughs> so for his action. That was his action. That was his action. Or not his action, his movement. His mo- okay. His movement is zero. That's true. The- it, but it, maybe if he has some other Go way ahead. to use a move action, but his speed yeah, is zero. That's what I'm about to do. Go ahead. So for his movement, he since you are pulling him back against the railing, uh-huh. He tips his weight backwards and falls over the railing. <laughs> Can I brace against Bronma and the rail? <laughs> yeah, let's get everyone killed. <laughs> well, I figured the whip will snap before I go if I brace properly. It's possible, yeah. Or the whip will just let go because it's not. It's it like it'll it'll just if there's enough weight, it'll break free of the whip. That's the that's the other thing. I mean, you can brace against the wall. Okay. Bronma is not expecting it, so she is not planted in a way that would allow you to. So this will just be a normal athletics check. Yes, it is a normal athletics check. Um, huh? what's going on? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Everything is fine. Eighteen. So you put your foot up against the wall because you see yeah, you see it. It looks over at you suddenly, and you see. And again, it doesn't have like the facial things that would that would approximate mouth in terms of like musculature. But you yeah. would swear it gives you a grin. Okay. Um, and then just sort of leans back into into your pulling, goes over there, you're like, oh shit, put your <laughs> foot against the wall. And you see it go down. Um see sort of drop down. You feel the whip go taut. 
that's a very short moment if it's going to snap. <laughs> and for the moment, the whip is holding. Whoa. <laughs> I, I, I am fearing for, for Warforged. <laughs> because whip. of reasons. <laughs> for the moment, the whip is holding. Oh, Kira, so... it is your turn. <clears throat> I, am, uh, I am. This is. Yeah. Kind of weird. Uh, uh, do I go? I'm not very strong. Uh, but you can lean over the edge and shoot it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Yep. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting over, it's being like, over the edge, and blasting again. Really? Uh, yeah, that's probably pretty accurate. I okay. believe you have advantage from Alex using help. Correct. Okay. So you look over the edge and it's not it's not so far down that you can't tell. Uh it's a it's little bit long of a dark. But you do have an Everbright lantern right there shining on it. Yeah. So it it has sort of managed to hook its leg as it fell down into what looks like exactly what Seth had been had been asking about before. There is some sort of foothold down there. Okay. So and between that been... and 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 the whip, and it currently looks like it's trying to work its way out of the whip at this point, not using its strength. Okay. So I have advantage. Yes, you do. Okay. Here comes blast. Mm-hmm. Yay! And this that's is, going to that, hit. That's yeah. That my I tried to write uh, the hex damage, but it failed. So I'm gonna roll it. Roll a d6 for hex damage. Oh yeah. Uh, what I typed, but nothing happened. Uh, slash roll one d6. Yeah, if you want what? me to, I can, if you want me to, I can take a look at it for you. You can also I, use I the little. Um, dice roller thing in the mechanics are. Uh, Zyrog, do you want me to take a look at that and fix it for you? There, I'm yeah, looking sure, really quick. I guess. Um, for some reason, uh, I my commands didn't go in the. Oh, it's because you didn't check the check mark for for plus one oh. d6 necrotic. Oh, that's there you why. go. Uh-huh. Go ahead but... and try again. Okay, I'll Just... try again. Uh, boop. Okay, yeah, two go. necrotic damage. Okay, so you fire it down there. This time, you know exactly where to hit it. Um, and, and you actually hit it in sort of a soft spot where the where the or a joint spot where the neck sort of meets the shoulder. Um, right. it plows right through it. Um literally right through it coming out the back Ooh. and you see sort of the light and, and and any sort of once you make that sort of hole there you can see sort of a little bit of magical light in there it's sort of the, the, the life essence of it and you see it start to fade and it starts to go limp yep Feeling these sudden Seth. additional weights. <laughs> <laughs> Make an athletics roll or you can drop the whip. It's up to you. 
Okay. I want to see if I can yank it back up over the rail. So you manage to hold it there. You're straight, like your muscles are straining. Yeah. Um, you don't know how heavy this thing is, but. I'm just, guys, help. Pull, yes. Please. <laughs> um, and. Kira. As it sort of, as it sort of goes limp there, you actually see something uh, uh, moving on its chest. Huh? Um, you see sort of, so its cloak has sort of fallen back, and you can see sort of its full body at this point. And you see directly sort of in the breastplate area, um, this, it is not a beehive. Um, you can see this sort of, the, this thing sort of detach itself. And Ooh. it's a small little bit of clockwork. With sort of a filament, like so, it sort of detached. You can see sort of filament wings sort of sprung out from it, and it starts flying off. Can I transfer hex onto it? Because I killed that. Doesn't um, hex transfer over? You yeah, can. If you bonus action on your turn. Yeah, with your I bonus can. action, you can transfer. I'll, I'll trans- transfer, and it becomes a dexterity curse. Okay. <clears throat> and that is your action. That was my um, bonus action, yeah. Yeah, that is your bonus. That that finishes up. Um and it is do I, currently Do I see that thing happen as well? Yes. You you're looking down at it, so you do see that as well. Okay. Um Alex, it is your turn. We're still we're still technically in initiative, unless you guys are gonna let this go. Uh, you, you, uh, sorry, I am muted. Um, Alex is going to move over to the railing as well. Does okay. Alex see the thing? Whatever it was. You don't have. Uh, you don't have dark vision. I mean, the dark vision isn't even that scared. much of a concern. But you weren't there as it was detaching and looking down directly at it. Just make me oh, a perception roll. Uh, sure. Meanwhile, says like help. Help, help. <laughs> As everybody's looking down. <laughs> Stop staring at it and help. <laughs> uh, 16. So you do see it sort of flying up. Uh, you I can roll me an arcana roll. Okay. 25. You absolutely know what this is. So Warforged, like you might expect from Constructs, Sometimes come with detach or with attachments. There are accessories that can be built for Warforge that they can utilize. This is what's known as a final messenger. I was going to say you, you, we're, we're definitely sure it's not a bee. It's not bees. Right? No, it's definitely not bees. <laughs> this is not a bee forge. Um, a final messenger is sort of what it sounds like. It is designed to. It's designed as a communication device. Um, and as a fr- Warforge can actually release them voluntarily and send them off with a message. If they, if a Warforge is destroyed while bearing one, the mess the 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 messenger will go straight to its target, and if it had a stored message, then it will deliver that message. 
but any stored image, which a Warforge can also store an image in it, any stored image is replaced with a view of the last thing seen by the Warforge before it died. Which would have been okay. Kira. Um, Where? Quite yes. possibly. What, what is happening to the What is happening to the last messenger at the moment? It's flying. It is currently. It's sort of detached, and it is currently flying away from you guys. This direction. Oh, okay. Um, can I? Wait, hold on. Let's give a quick look at the witch bolt. As okay. Um, is it within thirty feet of me? It is still at this point because it has not actually gotten to its. Can I cast Mage Hand to try to grab it? You can. Okay, Uh I do that. It's not a roll. Roll. I mean, I imagine I'm going to need to roll something for it. Yes, you cast it. So, so, so your 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 shadowy hand or arcane hand appears. Spectral floating hand. Um. Roll me. I am just going to make it a melee spell attack. How would I possibly... You know what? I'm just going to roll a d20 and you can work it out. Well, you, you roll your spell attack bonus, whatever that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, oh. spell attack bonus. So yes. okay. if, you, if you look at spells, it'll tell you what your spell attack bonus is in the upper right. Oh, so your six. spell attack bonus is 6, so d20 so, plus 6. Yep. Uh, okay. Or you can just roll, actually, in your case, I think an intelligence save. Oh, intelligence save. Uh, that's, that's the I believe same. That's no, that's the same. It's the same role as. Yeah. You may want to action point that. Um, I don't think. I think he's gonna. I think it's not. It's not gonna be enough, even if I do. But I will anyway because I think it's probably a good place to use it. It seems um, like that. Okay. They're, they they seem designed to be action used. So. so twelve. Yes. I mean when. When you get into the much higher levels, and it might be multiple sessions, be, you know, several, yeah, several yeah. sessions between levels, that's when it's a little bit different, but... That's fair. Uh, okay, 12. Does a 12 to manage to... Uh, no, so it sweeps it. out, grabs for it, and it sort of zips off to the side. Okay. As it's preparing to try and fly away. All right. Uh, I guess that will be my turn. Okay. Then. And Valen, you're up. Okay, um, I think, if I can, can I still see the thing? Yes, you can see it right now. I don't, I don't, I probably don't know what it is, but it has just You're not sure what it is? It's a, it, it's some kind of, uh, I'll go ahead and let you guys all actually roll an arcane roll, because you might know. No, I'm pretty sure I don't know what it is. Okay. If you don't Um, think you would, that's fine. So you just saw something detached from it. It's probably not going to matter much, but. Uh, I'm gonna roll because Kira has Arcana. Yeah. What range is it at Edwin, now? Edwin didn't see it. It's probably about. Oh, okay. It's still fairly close to eh. where it is, so it's not more than maybe ten feet away from. Um, maybe a little bit, maybe like thirty, because it's about ten feet down. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot towards it. Go ahead and roll. Seventeen. Seventeen. Your arrow flies directly by it. Cool. That's fine. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's small and it's agile, and yes. Yep. No problem. Um, I will jump back down off the railing. Uh, so I turn around now because I was focused on this. What do I see? Yes. Like what? In what state is Seth right. in currently? I am 
uh, holding the rope taut against the wall, trying to pull, straining and asking for help. You realize yes, now because you look at yeah, yeah, you sort of look back at the railing, and you know that the whip's attached to the warforge, and you realize he's holding that warforge. Essentially, if if it wasn't sort of had sort of had its leg hooked as an extra support, there's no way this whip would be holding. And I'm pretty sure it's dead, right? It's dead. Yeah. So I just I look at Seth and I'm like. Let go. Guards Just... are coming. Do you want to be accused of killing that body? It's it's uh, it's not going to go oh. anywhere. <laughs> so as that's going on, I'd rather yeah, not be accused of killing whoever. Yep. Grandma. <laughs> Do you really need that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I Try and help him pull. Okay, go ahead and roll uh, a strength roll with advantage because Seth is... So, athletics with advantage? Yeah, Yeah, athletics roll, I mean, yeah. With advantage? Yep. Hey, I didn't roll the same number. So you are now starting to pull the body up. That will take most of your action, or that will take your action. I could have um, just cut it. <laughs> you could have. Oops. Anyway, no, I mean that's that's I'm, what I I'm, say. I'm, like in character, it's just I could have just <laughs> cut it. Seth is like, I would. If you want to explain without a body, be my guest. Guards again calling. Yeah. Sort of waving and in the direction. Yes, that... you see light right. a ways away. Someone is coming and fairly quickly. If quick. you let go, we could just leave. Yeah, and I'm sure. going to go and cast another guidance on Seth. Still still okay. sort of waving. Just just patting him on the shoulder. Good going, Seth. You're, going, you're doing good. You're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Less of a pat of good going and more of like a this is dumb, but I'm helping you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was like a sarcastic good going on that. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna try to yank right. the. I'm gonna try to yank the body up. Cool. And uh, you also get advantage because the two of you pulling. And add a d4 to it. Twenty-three. So you guys have gotten it up at least to. You can almost pull it up at this point. If you guys, if you guys reach down, it'll take you next round. But you guys, can yeah, pull it up at this yeah. Point. No need to keep rolling. Um. Meanwhile, Kira and Alex see the little the 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 little clockwork thing zip off. Uh. Well. Uh. Well. Unless you have something that can cast 120 feet range away. I, mean, I do. Blast. You do, yes. But can but yes. see it? It moves 60 feet and then moves 60 feet to dash. That's off the map, so I'm not bothering with that. But The, the question is, because Kira's a human, right? Yes. Because Kira has suck vision. This is true. It's true. Also, technically, I don't even my 120 feet of range is not going to be enough if it already if it moved 120 feet now because it was already 
more than zero feet away from me. So I will so. say you can't because it's sort of flying I, up as well. well. Okay, wait, actually, I could move some and try to get closer, and that might even help me get closer to try and see it. Uh, yeah. I'm actually going to try to do just that. Like, okay. Uh, like let's see around. how far I can go. Uh, uh, there's all these people Around in the way. Sort of this way. Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. It's probably get... best to go through Va- Valen. Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 15 20, 20, 25. So you could 30. get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm over here. Or you could try to run the railing. Work well for one of you guys. Uh, I'm not gonna risk it for that. Okay, I'm 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 not proficient in acro- acrobatics, uh, even if my dex is not poor. And Kira doesn't want to die. I'm trying enough. to I'm trying to trying to uh, get the thing in my sight again. I'm preparing to eldritch blast it. So you can't really see it. I'll go ahead and allow you to get an attack as if you're blinded, which means you have disadvantage. Okay. Let's try to. It does have. A, a, uh, it is hex, so I'll deal extra damage, but uh, disadvantage is going to suck. Um, Maybe you roll two 20s. Who knows? It could happen. It's possible. It's possible. Well, I mean, you didn't. Uh, I'm going to action point that. Okay. Gonna make it a 19. Oof. Nope. Uh. So your 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 Eldritch blast fires off into the darkness further than you can see. You do not hear the sounds of it colliding with anything. Yeah. And at that point, unless Alex, you want to try, you have anything you can do to try and stop it. Uh, I don't think I have anything that will help. One moment. Uh, Mage hand's only 30 feet. I can... No, no. Uh, no. Okay. Nope. Uh, okay, oh, it wait. zips off into the night. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> yes, you hear a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> it hit something! <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it would have gone in a straight line. But uh, so we 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 wrestled a warforged over the rail. Yes, you managed Likely to get over the, the rail. The rail. Um, looking was... out and waving for in case. Yeah. No, so Alex is going to go over to where they're pulling up the warforged if if they since she can't do anything okay. with the other one. Not that not that she's going to help, but right. So as she's as we get the warforged on the ground. I'm just gonna lean against the the wall. That fucker is heavy as hell. There, and it's worth me. Your whip is pretty wrecked right now. Yeah, I mean that whip strain. That whip should be proud of its lifespan <laughs> yeah. because. <laughs> You get it over the railing, and this thing weighed a good yeah, 350, 400 pounds. Yeah. There is, realistically, there isn't much way that it should have should have been able to do that. So yeah. I, 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 I wrap, pull, the, pull the whip off and look at it. Ah, this was expensive. Yeah. 
Yeah. Operative Bird was. <laughs> if only hey, you I guys knew get some... a moment if, to if... sort of relax. If only I knew someone who had the mend cantrip. <laughs> oh, that is an excellent one. <laughs> Ending. But no, Alex unfortunately is paying attention to the Warforge. Yes. Yep. And it sort of hits the ground with a super heavy thud, and it is a dead body. She will she will actually like note that you are complaining about like annoyed about the whip and probably will help you in a moment, but <laughs> right now she is not paying attention so much to that. Cool. So is there anything you're specifically looking for on it on the Warforged? Uh now that I've got a chance to examine it, I am curious again, like, is there anything unusual about it? Is it because I mean, like Warforged are sentient. They could just choose to start murdering people. Yes, like this is true. You could choose to murder people. That's fine. I mean, that's not fine. But, <laughs> um, but that wouldn't but, be. Final Show Films does not endorse murder. Or something, <laughs> or no, I mean, it's as fine-ish. As as a rule, we don't know. Um, and so, but she's she's just going to start having just have a look at it and see if there's anything weird about it, is there anything unusual is there anything that would indicate that it has been that it is not in control of itself i am going to make it a really quick um roll me a yeah arcana roll i was going to ask Uh, if i can um roll investigation at some point yeah go ahead uh would i get an advantage on this one or no no, because okay. you weren't directly involved, involved in the creation of Warforge. By the way, how close are the guards? They're not here yet. Okay, I'm gonna while they're looking at the Warforge, I'm gonna uh, get up and move over towards the body. Okay. No, no, sorry, I was investigating the body to try to figure out what was going so, on. Yeah, so you guys are yeah. both gonna yeah. look at the body. That's cool. I, wanna, I get a ten wanna, on the arcana. I want to check that pouch. And so, I got a seventeen to figure out what happened. I'm trying to figure out why this person was here, why the Warforge killed them, right. if there's any sort of evidence as to either of those sort of things around. Cool. Um, so, so the Warforge, you, you, you do sort of, I mean, yeah, it's CSI Sharn, you do sort of a uh, Warforged equivalent of a, of, of a quick um, a medical examination, forensic, forensic examination, um, you can see obviously the 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 bolt that killed it cut burst right through it and out its back. Um, you can see where where the final messenger was. You don't see anything on it. In fact, it doesn't have identification papers, um, which are required. Not just of Warforge, required of everybody. Um, it, it other than like. It, it it's tools, so to speak. It's axe. Uh, the cloak it was using to to sort of hide itself. It looks like this warforge, whoever it was, had specifically gone out in a way as to not leave any traces of who it is. Should something happen to it, okay. Um. So yeah, outside outside of that, you don't really find anything with. Uh, so seventeen and Seth, go ahead and roll an investigation too. Seventeen. 
Okay. <laughs> so you guys start looking over the body. Um, Valen sort of gets gets the gets the 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 jump just because he was closer at that point, and didn't have to actually get up from a sitting position where he, the um because pulled the warforged over. Uh, and you guys start looking over the body. So I said it's an it's it's an older human. Um fairly well dressed. Definitely not somebody from the lower part of the city, Seth, you can tell. This is somebody um, who is sp- more of a scholar. Specifically, specifically, I was I wasn't too terribly interested in the in them. I was more just of the satchel. The, I was just mm-hmm. going to grab the so yeah, so so okay, so Navarre uh Valen looks over the body really quick. Better dressed. Like I said, was definitely gutted. Um you would guess him to be a scholar. Um you actually find on him uh um uh in his pockets um uh, his identification papers. Uh, his name is Bonnell Geldum. He is a uh, professor at Morgrave University um, who was specifically researching matters in Zendrick. Zendrick is the continent south of Corvair that is sort of the the, the place of wild adventure where a lot of expeditions are launched there from okay. the show. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just fill in. I, I've probably guided people to there for, before, but never probably gone very far into there. Yeah, you've probably been as far as Stormreach, which is sure. the main city. Um, yes, it's ba- it is basically like the 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 Ebron equivalent of deepest darkest Africa. Um, cool. Yeah, he was an expert in things. Relating to that, like this is all within his his identification paper. Um, a, a specialist in that, and in um, uh, um, uh, magical artifacts. So I will quickly relay this to the rest of the group, um, and you know, it's the the guy the guy's ID, his mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. Um, is there anything else on him? Meanwhile, that's all that he has on his person. Yes, okay. you open the satchel. Um, you find he's got. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, he also has. My bad. He also has uh, uh, a small pouch with ten silver and two gold. Oh, he can keep that. Um, on his on his belt. Do I notice um, the gold pouch with my ten investigation? <laughs> Uh, no, because you were focused more on the satchel. Okay. So the satchel, it's very well made. Nicer quality than stuff that you're used to. Yep. Uh, you open up, it's, mo- there are several quills, some inks. Uh, there are six sh- uh, blank sheets of very fine paper. Boring, boring, boring. A wrapped apple. Hmm. I'll take the apple. <laughs> <laughs> and a journal. And the journal. It is dump the, the pouch. I basically just dump the pouch back on him, stand up with the apple, start eating the apple and reading the journal. Okay. So the journal 
It is. <laughs> it's about. I'm three. not calling for the guards quite as quite as Loudly much right now. Because... <laughs> Fair enough. They can't prove the apple was his. <laughs> Kira scoots over. <laughs> so the journal is. It's about three inches by six inches by an inch thick. Uh, cover. It's got sort of a brown leather cover cover with a pattern on the on on the coverage that's woven in with mithril thread. Uh, there's no title, there's just the icon. Uh, um that's it, what it looks like. Can I show okay. it to you? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. good. First time trying that. So you go to start, you open it up. All the pages inside are blank. Hmm. However, the sheets, the the pages actually have sort of a strange feel to it. They don't. It doesn't seem to be paper. It's not really. It, it doesn't. It's not leather. You can't really identify what what the pages are actually made from. But they are so, all blank inside. It's you like open it up. This first look. Okay, first page is blank, second thumb page blank, it, yeah. and then you start flipping through, yeah, thumbing through it. Can I make an arcana check just by from what I see from looking over his shoulder? So, as after after realizing the page is blank, just closing it and, uh, you know, holding it up to the group while eating. Does anybody okay. recognize this? So, what are you looking for, Kira? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, maybe if I'm... If I, Bear something while studying at the uh, uni- library university thing. I mean, uh, not sure if I, if I know what this kind of what this if if I'm familiar with this kind of uh, what I assume is um, some kind go, of decrypt. Go ahead and roll an arcana roll. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Fifteen. So fifteen. So. You take a moment, you, you sort of grab it from him as he holds it up. Um, do a quick examination, and you do feel that sort of thrum of magic coming off of it. Fairly strong. Um, you don't really, like... I mean, you know about books that are... You know about secretive books. Um, yeah. And... You know that there's conceivably some books that, if they actually have information, the fact there's magic coming off of this would suggest it's more than just a blank journal. Oh, yeah. Um, so maybe there's information and there's some secret to unlocking it. You're not sure what it is. Yeah. Do you um, tell Seth that? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, or does he, or if she do, does, uh, if she is, because she has also has to consider that Alex might know more about this, but mm-hmm. Kira also kind of wants this thing to herself. Uh, <laughs> well, well, again, you've worked with Seth enough. Well, I'm not saying no. Yeah. I'm not saying Kira doesn't trust Seth. Well, no, no, I know. I was, I'm saying if if you need it, let me know. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Kira goes Seth. It's magic. It's got something, I'm sure. <laughs> I hands it back. So, Brandma, Edwin, and Alex, are there anything you guys are doing? 
Um, if um, Alex has wandered over, does she recognize the person if he's a person from the university? Romy gonna make it a intelligence roll, just a straight intelligence roll. Sure, because it's not something that's knowledge based. No, you don't. It's not somebody who insight, but... who teaches, and you're like you've never had him as a teacher or anything. Ooh, that's like. a low roll. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't recognize. Him. Well, if, if since she doesn't, uh, as she sort of wanders over and is just like glancing around, she no, she remembers uh, Seth's whip and is like, "Do you want me to fix the whip for you?" Uh, can you? Uh, I don't remember the exact details of what is needed to do a min- to do mending. Let's throw it in the thing. No, that that was Seth out loud going, "Can you?" <laughs> yeah, I know, but she she may not. She, I'm just trying to see exactly what needs to do. Um, I mean, you don't technically you don't need to do any of that if you don't want to. Once per yeah. long rest. Oh, is it only once per long rest? What? It's a, it's once per long rest that you can use your dragon mark, and then it doesn't require oh, no, any no. Of the components. Men, I have mending as an actual cantrip. Correct. So. No, no, but it doesn't matter because I can I can do the yeah. other stuff. So I have I have the bits and whatever for this other thing, okay. so component cool. pouch, etc. Um, yeah, as she's like, she would just say, "Yeah, I I fix things. It's what I do." Oh, I'll hand you the whip, and uh, while handing while handing the whip, I want to very subtly uh, secure the journal into a into a pouch. Okay, I, th- I thought Kira. Had it's it. in Kira's hands right now. No, though. Kira had, Kira had no, it. No, Kira, Kira kind of. Oh, Kira handed it back. Okay, yeah. Well, this you know, is like, happening. Edwin and yeah, like like basically, I want to hand the whip, hand the whip to Alex, and then make move to put the journal back into the bag and just you know subtly miss the bag and go into my pocket. Okay, <laughs> Edwin. Yeah, I was just saying that because I realize that that's all over there taking time. I am keeping a lookout for the guard, kind of okay. waving and. Definitely, when I see them waving them over. Okay. With a vocal component, kind of because my brother is maybe not being the way this is supposed to be about uh, this. Kira would highly assist you, assist you, or sneaking, <laughs> hiding it. Can Can I get advantage on a sleight of hand with Kira assisting? I would think so. Um, yeah. Because Kira yeah. wants want, want that really, one. Really quick. Because I'm trying to check with everybody. Grandma, what are you doing? Uh, just sort of walking away, stretching okay. some muscles. and Okay. Just, yeah. So, yes, you do. So, okay. So, I mean, that's well above everybody's passive perception. Well above. Um, we all saw you holding so, yeah. it, though, right? Yeah, yes. and then I made. I okay. went to put. I went to put it yeah, back in the pouch. Okay. Yeah, and then makes no difference. Okay. If you went looking for the journal, you'd still be like, "Where did the journal go?" Yeah. Yes, but you didn't see. You didn't see it vanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'll put the bag, put the pouch back on the body, and toss the half-eaten apple over the bridge. Okay. Yeah, and about that time, it so falls Edwin... down, and someone goes, "Ow." <laughs> Someone a hundred feet below gets a hundred feet down. Somebody just got knocked unconscious, probably. Yeah. 
at that flat height, it's gonna hit very hard. Actually, the bridges, the bridges in Shan have uh, trap level trap type things on them to yeah. cast featherfall on yep. objects that fall well, towards the bridges. Yep. Yeah, but I'm not sure objects not all, all get caught. So yeah, as all this is going on, Edwin, mm-hmm. you see so 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 the light gets closer, and you see. Uh, three individuals, uh, two males and a female, uh, come. They are wearing sort of the green and black studded leather that is indicative of of, of Sharn City Watch. Um, the person in the front is uh, a fairly well built dwarf, uh, bald, has sort of a close crop beard, um, uh, holding a crossbow. Uh, behind him, you've got a human male and a human female who both have halberds. Uh, and he sort of steps close. Once he gets close enough to where he can see, probably about right there or so. Right. Um, so, five, about, yeah, about 30 feet away uh, because of the, the general weather conditions. He actually holds his crossbow up at you. Um yeah. And yeah, hold, holds it up. The, the two be, the two behind him sort of take a ready position, and you guys all hear it call out. And this is just as as uh, Seth, you you just managed to palm the the journal and toss the uh, apple, and to, and you're like in the process of tossing the apple as you hear the, the this this sort of deep bellow by the order of the watch. Drop your weapons and explain yourselves. So my weapons are already dropped. Yep. So our hand, Kira is hand, hands well, up in the air. Uh, Alex gonna... will drop the whip. <laughs> yeah. Kira is slow. Kira is raising her hand slowly, like, huh? Um, I'm going to. Uh, my hood is down, so my face and everything is clearly visible. Okay. I'm going to, with my hands up, uh, walk out so they can see me. Okay. And you know, just look over at Edwin you... and just sort of smile. Just you can step back if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll stay roughly where I am because I was the one that flagged them down. Yep. So you step forward. He the the crossbow quickly moves over towards you. Yep, that's fine. Hello there. Uh, we're the ones that called you. If I'd like to step closer, uh, there's a war forged over here that attacked some man and then us. And I I sort of turn to indicate the cleaved uh, bit of my clothing on the back uh, where I've been clearly attacked. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, uh, yeah, we were attacked by this Warforged, and we called for you. He... Roll me, I'm going to make it a, roll me a persuasion roll. All right. How convincing, not that you're lying. Hang on. <laughs> Last action point for the day. <laughs> no, no. Last action point. For the level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last action point for the level. <laughs> okay. I needed it. That's a 13. That's a, sorry, that's a 14. That's a 14. Okay. I am kind of looking over to Alex, sort of wondering if she's he's gonna like Yeah, what are you guys in the back doing? or bail us out? Uh Alex is sort of just like uh, very surprised by the sudden appearance of the guards, and has like dropped the whip very suddenly, and okay. just got her hands straight up, basically. 
<laughs> Valen has uh, slung his bow and turned around to look at them, but hasn't done anything else. Okay. How about Branmount? Oh, um, she's just like just stretching out, rolling her shoulders, not putting her hands up or anything, just okay, staring him down a little bit. Um, the city dwellers have their hands up. <laughs> yes, the city. <laughs> so, the dwarf looks at, looks at looks at Seth a moment, narrows his eyes, sort of looks past him. I what happened gladly... to that one back there? Uh, which one, the warforged or the human? You just told me what happened with the warforged. The warforged we... happened to the human. We came. We saw warforged him on the ground, and my brother and I went to try and help find out what happened. And then he got stabbed. Um. Then we. Then I started calling and um. Unstabbing him. Unstabbing. Unstabbing the axe wounds. <laughs> I'm explaining why there isn't a wound yeah. where the obvious wound was. Yes. Yeah. I mean, healing magic exists. <laughs> yeah, no. Just yeah. establishing that healing magic yeah. happened. Yep. So... Um, also, the Warforge doesn't have any identification papers, if that helps you at all. So he looks over at looks over at the Can other I guy. Get a persuasion check. No. Uh yeah, yeah, that's fine. Go for it. Be charming, brother. <laughs> that's good. Um. So he looks over at the he looks over at the other guy. Uh, the other, the other guy in the watch, um, nods forward. Uh, the other guy, human, probably in his, he looks really, really young. Um, maybe like 18, 19, looks like somebody who's just fresh into the watch. Um, gives a little nod and sort of hesitantly comes forward to you guys. Uh, excuse me a moment Try to get you guys to get back out of up. the ways. Yeah, he goes over to check the warforged. Um, bends down, looks him over, does a quick search of him, pauses, looks up, and nods to nods to the nods to the drawer. I, um, I meanwhile have very helpfully pulled out my identification papers and just like hold them up. I got mine. yes, yeah, with my papers. Yeah, the dwarf comes forward, grabs both of them. Yep. Looks back at the rest of rest of you. Bellin flashes his uh like license effectively. Yes. Um and still it's a it's the same identification papers throughout. Yeah. I know so. Valen I know Valen's a bounty hunter, right? Uh no reason you wouldn't. Yes. Yeah. And our respectable bounty hunting friend over there can vouch for us as well. Because I know our papers say we're from Lower Dura, so Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um the dwarf is looking over yours, looks up at you guys, does that thing that you see that looks down at looks up at you guys, sort of skeptical down <laughs> up. I, I I give my most charming smile. 
Line, uh, lines up the picture next to their heads. and hmm. <laughs> uh, The other guy goes around to each of you. Each of you guys in the back has to see your guys' papers. Uh, Alex, will, Kira, Kira Alex. was making no movements until they came came to see her papers, at which point okay. she does dig yeah. them up. Um, Alex will pull out hers. Hers are slightly different to everybody else's. Does mm-hmm. anybody else, would anybody else notice this? That's a good point. Uh, I'm going to try. Kira's close enough that she might. I'll try. I'm not likely I mean, to succeed, but we'll see. Like Seth, Seth and Edwin and... Everybody else is at least 10 feet away. They're not going to necessarily notice the papers. Balin is pointedly not interested. <laughs> I don't think I'll see. No. Okay. Well, then you're I mean, more interested yeah, in... Because he's planning to ask you questions in later. guards directly in front of you. Oh, yeah. I'm more interested in making you. sure they don't see what else is under my cloak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Alex pulls out her papers yeah. and shows them to the guy as well. So, yeah. The, when... Um... Yeah, the guy looks at yours, pauses, looks up at you, does sort of a double take, <laughs> folds up, hands it back, ma'am. So with my with the 16, do I notice that interaction? You would notice that, yes. Taking a note. Um, I have already so assumed Ed, this with... person is rich girl. <laughs> it's a fair thing to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> So her, like I said, her clothes aren't super rich, but she's definitely not like it's not rags and it's not. Yeah, I'm from yeah. Lower Dura. She yeah, exactly. definitely looks like a rich oh, girl yeah. she's, from my she's, she's rich, relatively speaking. She's absolutely even rich. Kira no, uh, even if Kira were to know this, Kira would probably wave that off as, uh, "Yeah, I knew he was something. He's, he's got to be some kind of rich guy." That doesn't surprise me. But she, oh yeah, she, you probably already know that. Ever since I'm yeah. A... But but I but, wouldn't know. But but the papers would have been yeah, news. There to is me. a there is a difference between a rich person who just has papers and a house member. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the house member because the house member's papers are slightly different. Yeah, if I remember yeah. rightly, they are. Well, I mean, they list your house for one thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> but that's like usually most, pretty most good people indicator. Have, for most people have watch of don't. Most fuck people with have this person papers just about themselves or their guild, but a so, house is sort of special so picking picking up on that interaction just to the dwarf that seems to be in charge uh, i'm gonna like indicate towards alex and like uh, uh, the lady over there can vouch for us as well (laughs) (laughs) you are building up so many character witnesses in such a short time um (laughs) so suspicious at all it's fine the human guy the human uh watch guy uh sort of Asks for permission to get past, past Kira and Alex and goes and checks out checks out the professor. Uh, heads back, sort of leans down and mutters in the, in the drawers here. Listening, gives sort of a grunt. Looks back to you guys and he hands back Seth and Edwin back their their identification okay. papers. Thank you. Put them away. I'm away. Um. Uh, says all right. So. Looks like everything checks out here. I'm fairly convinced that the guys were trying to help. Um, I would strongly suggest in the future leave these kinds of matters to the watch, please. We certainly tried. We don't want any. We don't want any any confusion over things were to go a little bit differently. Ah, uh, but. 
Feel free to go about your business. We'll take it from here. Thank you very much for your service. We appreciate it immensely. And he'll gather my yeah. stuff. That was a very sincere thank you. I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, and the guards, my... the, the guards end up, yeah, they they go over and start uh, uh, in the, like looking into looking around Bonnell and doing so their I, little investigation and stuff. I will hand the the woman goes off and gets goes off to get get some more people to get body removal on that. I will hand the guard nearest to me the guy's identification. Okay. And anything else that I found on them. So yeah, he looks at, takes it from you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. Looks at it. And again, sir, not quite the same level as with, with Alex, but he does still, his eyes sort of widen a little bit. He's like, oh, thank you very much. Um, and he goes over to talk to the dwarf, and they sort of get lost up in their investigation. Yep. So I'm going to head over towards Alex. Um, did you fix my whip? Uh, yeah. And she'll she'll bend down and pick it up where she dropped it because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Told her to drop all the weapons. <laughs> That's fine. I'll take it. Thank you very much. I'll inspect that. Does it actually look like it's fixed? Uh, I believe so. I uh, you successfully it. cast it, so yeah. Oh. Yeah, I it's, think, I mean... Yeah, it wasn't a, actually broken, it was just really it, badly stretched out. Because yeah. the, the spell, like, requires, like, a certain dimensions and stuff, but I think it probably just worked okay. Yeah, yeah it worked. So, oh, that's quite handy. Thank you. Yeah, I, you're, you're welcome. So, Bremer, that was the City Watch. <laughs> Go back to get my sword mm. and start, like, sort of ushering people away from the City Watch. Yes. <laughs> And yeah, they sort of oh, yeah. they yeah. they sort of usher you away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Kira has no problem with that. <laughs> come, Kira, Edwin, Balin. Uh, uh, which direction do we head in? Uh, I think we were heading this way, weren't we? Yeah, but the others were heading the other way. No, no, we were here. Well, we were heading I mean, initially. You guys uh, were heading the direction from each other. I thought we were heading we're... towards this bar over here. <laughs> I mean, I think we, we, we were, were either heading you guys were this north. way or this way. You guys were heading up in this direction. Oh, right. You're I going to go. turn this way or turn up this way is cool. up to you guys. So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna indicate going this way. Kira can agree because yeah. it's well, away from the bridge. Yeah. yeah. Ron is just going to check with Valen. It's just like once we are well, uh, well, well out of distance, Kira is going to start in- introducing Alex. These are Seth and Edwin. Seth and Edwin, this is Alex. Hello there. Wave, smile. <clears throat> A pleasure. Yeah, um, it's it's fine, Bran. We'll uh, it, wait. Do I call you Bran or Bran? I you would probably do that once. Okay. <laughs> and then what? And then you probably wouldn't. <laughs> okay then. Yeah. So yeah. So you guys start heading up. Are you guys are you guys it just so happens that they happen to be heading in the general direction that you were probably going anyways, Alex. 
Okay. Well, I mean, I'll I'll tag along. I'm I'm sort of not sure what's going on. Yes. With the whole thing, so I'm I'm like I'm gonna stick with these people for the moment. She's looking a little bit nervous about sure. the whole thing. Yeah. Sarah's gonna bring up it, oh. bring up the uh uh like like allowing she's not uh, like allowing everybody here. Like, some little uh, flying thing uh, le- uh, jumped off from uh, from the warforge as it uh, as it died. Oh, is that uh, what you guys were staring at instead of helping me? Well, yes. <laughs> and you know, and you know, I wouldn't be much help. <laughs> uh, what, what, was the, what was that thing called again? Final messenger is what it is known. Kira doesn't uh, doesn't call it by that, but uh, Kira is like making others aware that there was something. A mechanical. So, uh, Ale- Alex will Alex will offer that information that it is called a final Ooh. messenger. A final Ooh. messenger. What, what is the final? Kind of- I assume the function is implied by the name. Uh, fail. Pretty much, yeah. It pretty much yes. It will. Um, it it has a pre-programmed. Uh, person to go to in the event that uh, the Warforge chooses to release it or dies. So would you say that someone else in the city is probably well? How what's its range? What um, what what is that? What does a final messenger deliver to the person it goes to? Uh, typically a message, but if in the case where the it died, it'll also be a. Uh, image of the last thing the Warforged saw, which is probably uh, which was everyone who was staring over the balcony. So everyone, probably or less. It's uh, for, yeah, like you guys do. Interesting. The, you guys do sort of the 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 looking back and geography of it, and you're guessing it probably saw Kira and um, Valen. Uh, might have seen a little bit of Branma. Um, didn't see any of me or Edwin. <laughs> didn't see any. Of, nope. Didn't see any of you guys, and didn't see Alex. Hmm. No, I'm so... really bugged. No, no, it's a real shame. I did, couldn't get it. Get it before so it got away. Is, so what you're saying is the master of the motorbot now has a very <laughs> clear picture of Offrin, Valen, and Kira. Uh, now that you mention it, that seems likely. And you Ugh. know also with because that was like a twenty five that you rolled or like that. Um, you know that once it detached, it can remain active for up to eight hours. Okay, what's uh, presumably it just flies at sixty feet um, around for or one hundred twenty feet around. <laughs> twenty feet, eight hours. Uh-huh. So it's got a pretty long range then. Yeah. 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 Um, does Kira's outfit have a hood on it? Uh, good question. Uh, well, v- Valen sort of indicates his mask and hood and goes, it's lucky no one knows what it looks like then. <laughs> I mean, I think it does, but it hasn't Sorry? been on for a while now. So Seth walks over to Kira and picks the hood up and pulls it over. Okay, her head. K- Kira, okay, <laughs> Kira, Kira did pick it back up after, after, uh, after she was ushered away, then she picked it back Just up. Funk. Keep that on. Yeah, <laughs> it was on. Yeah, <sighs> but but for a, but uh, the hood came off uh, uh, when she uh, went loud, so to speak. 
So I feel like we should perhaps figure out who the master of the murder bot was. What do you guys think? That's that that, that is definitely in our interests. <laughs> I am very curious to know what this Warforged was doing here with no papers and nothing else indicating why it would want to randomly murder citizens in the streets. Are we sure it was the thing that killed? I mean, it's likely, but... So, well, I mean, I mean, it's the only thing around. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask the GM. Mm-hmm. Can I make a any sort of survival role or intelligence role, even though intelligence is my low stat, um, to determine if I know of any of the lower city uh, organizations that operate on a leave your identification papers behind business or you know sort <laughs> of things? Uh like like if there's anybody whose standard operating procedure is. When you go out to kill someone, leave your papers behind. The one thing I regret is that with fifth edition is that they took out things like city knowledge, um, yeah. I do or, have, or, yeah, or general academics or well, something. I like do that. have I do have city secrets lower sharn, which you know this is true. Um, I'm gonna say Romier. <sighs> You know what? No, I'm not going to make it a roll. You would know this kind of thing because you're you know some of the some of the criminal organizations. I you mean, know, yes, I work with some of them. So yes, that's that's the kind of thing that is is actually fairly common among criminal organizations yeah. when they are going out to. Well, if they're trying to kill someone, if they are. If you go out on a on a on a heist job or a, or a robbery job, you don't bring identification because if you, if you get caught, then that's bad not only for you but for your organization. Yeah. So I'm going to look uh, over at Edwin and go. You know, I who I think just might have the information we need. Oh yeah, I guess that is a good. Thought. We should probably go talk to Zaz. I know. Uh, um... So, who's up for a field trip? Ooh, yay! <laughs> and then looks over to Alex and. We're going to need to. Alex specifically, Alex. but all of everyone else, too. Yeah, look I apologize over. in advance for him. The dancing on the. The dancing was not unusual. <laughs> I'm elegant, if nothing else. I mean, it's really more of an apology in retrospect. <laughs> um, and advanced, because he'll do I, others. It's in advance, because he's going to do it again. Specifically looking over at, at Alex. Uh, we're going to need to dirty you up a bit. She She's... Yeah. She looks That's... a bit... <laughs> I don't need to know about this. I don't need to know about this. <laughs> nothing. I, I pull out the disguise kit. Like nothing. <laughs> yeah, Kira has one too. <laughs> Just gives you a look. Wrong type of dirty, I think. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking, Edwin. 
I mean, she's. I, I mean, does she? She's wearing fairly. I guess it depends on where you're going. We're going. Necessary, but are you familiar with the Gate of Gold Wait. district? Wait, sorry. Are, are you are you familiar with the Gate of Gold district, Alex? Uh not. Not you... by. Experience. No. Yeah, definitely not by experience. Um, no, you would probably not even know by reputation. Okay. Uh, it's not because... Not so much, no? That's like no. saying if you're in New York City, do you know this one... Suburb. Like, like or not, yeah, or, or this, this one, one suburb. Like district of New York City, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna indicate Edwin and myself, and like unless you look like us, the ragged clothes, the very torn, obviously lower Dura look, you're going to get robbed. You can see Edwin sort of like just about. Uh, yeah, she, she'll. She'll nod in, in understanding. Yeah. I'm going uh, to use my disguise kit to make uh to, to, to make Alex look more presentable in lower door. Kira assists. Okay. And with Kira assisting. Yes. So just roll me a uh Is it deception? the standard attribute is Decept- charisma, but that's typically for yourself. Yeah, I'm kit. gonna make it I'm gonna make it an intelligent check with proficiency okay i we mean can, you've got you if have you want dis- we can swap you around with disguise what? kit uh yeah i'm proficient with the disguise kit. yeah so intelligence check with proficiency are you are you are you better at or not intelligence um, uh, um not well i have a plus one of intelligence, intelligence so not necessarily either. yeah so is it gonna be intelligence Yes, intelligence with proficiency. Right, then I will assist Kira in doing it because my okay. intelligence is zero. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll uh, let me see how. What kind? How would I make the roll? Uh, so you have it in a tool proficiency. Yeah, I have it as. It's, oh wait, I can roll that, but I have yeah, to change so the attribute. Change the attribute yes. to intelligence and then roll it. Uh, uh no, 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 no. Uh, uh let me. I mean, or Switch that. Just that. Minus, uh, that now I roll. Now, here's the yes. here's the collect roll. I mean, it, it can just be that minus four. Okay. Oh well. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the eighteen minus so four. It's fine. It's you guys aren't trying to completely cover Alex's identity. No. You're yeah, just, just trying yeah. to make her fit in a little bit more with. The city, conceal the obvious. The city. Yeah, yeah. Just conceal the obvious signs of wealth. Add some bags under the eyes. Add some dust and dirt. You know, yeah. dirty up the outfit. Which you are you are able to do that effect. If somebody does a close look, they probably would. But otherwise, it's probably fine. Yeah, he'll be moving in a group anyway. So yeah. she. Oh, sorry, she. And where are we uh, heading? Uh, the Gate of Gold District. We're going to meet with a friend of ours who knows quite a bit about the types of organizations that tend to leave their identification papers at home. Mm. Okay. Mm. Well, that's all very thrilling, but 
didn't you and I have a prior arrangement, Valen? Yes. Well, okay. I I know some people. Um, I think our prior arrangement will have to be put on the back burner for now. There are some more pressing matters at hand. I mean, we certainly mm. don't want Valen getting hunted down by a shadowy organization that sends murder bots after people. I'm 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 taking issue with the murder bot thing. That was that was a single war. Yeah, can we stop? <laughs> well, you tried I... to kill me. I think I'm in my rights. Well, Valen, I've, tr- I've trusted you this far. I will still hold you to this, but um, I am willing to go along with it. Hang on, where were we going? Lower Dora. No, Runner and I. I actually don't know if we established that or if I can't remember. You guys were going. So you guys were going. And that was in my little intro moment. Right. Um, You guys were basically going. Not that you had an appointment with somebody, but uh, um, House Thirlani has a. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm going Branch. to get it right back. Branch. Um. Uh. Uh. Essentially, branch. It's that's not the correct word, but okay. With what here? And Embassy. so you were going to check with a few contacts here for some potential work, but it wasn't like an appointment. Okay. Right. Well, they're not waiting for oh, you. But when, when we uh, backstory. Yeah, well, when we when we uh, yeah no I remember now when when we've sorted that out then uh, I'll oh, definitely yes, take you to the yes. delicatessen. Yes, that absolutely. Mm. As I said, I'll hold you to that. Fair enough. I. So yeah, you guys make your way through the city. Then I am um, keeping a careful eye out. Okay. Go ahead and roll me perception roll. Okay. I leave a couple of um, notes in various places, like things that I have around the city uh, for various contacts that I have. Mm-hmm. That they could pick up in a day or two. Okay. Um, so you guys make your way through this sort of area. Um, through. Uh, I'm back. Uh, through the Dragon Towers area, and make your way out of sort of the central plateau area, heading down deeper did you move into us, the city. Uh, did you intend to move us to a different map so we could actually see Sean? <laughs> I actually was just about to do that. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you were describing things we couldn't see. So, yeah, I was thinking that's fine. No, that's fine. I don't have I don't have the individual maps of the okay um of the districts. There are some from the Sharn book, but I don't have them uploaded in here because I didn't think of it. Um, but so yeah, you not guys... everything needs a visual aid for our podcast exactly. listeners. You guys, where you were sort of essentially there, are now moving down to... I think it's actually where you guys were. 
where we are currently at. Yeah, right there. It's a long trip for you guys. And Alex, this is much lower in the city than you have probably ever been. Okay. Um, because people who live in middle and upper city don't generally go down into the lower city unless they have a very specific reason. And there aren't many Sometimes reasons that do. are valid. Sometimes they do. Um, even the rich, the rich have first... problems. <laughs> huh? So even the rich have problems, yes. But usually going down is for... Isn't something that you seek to do proactively. It's either for shady reasons or because you have no other choice. So as yep. we're as we're going, I'm going to inform the group a little bit about what we're who we're going to be talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we're going to uh, well, basically the place where Edwin and I grew up, and Kira as well. Um, it, it's a bit of a rough place. Used to be really nice a long, long time ago. Not anymore. Um, actually, quite frankly, the Gate of Golden Name is kind of ironic, but. Uh, we're going to uh, an orphanage, basically, called the Gilded Heart. Uh, the proprietor is, you know, looks out for us, those of us like ourselves. Uh, Zaz, she, she knows a lot. And she'll probably be able to point us at least in the right direction. So, I'm just like explaining that as we go. Yeah. So... Huh. The dire- it, that direction being one of uh, supposedly someone who is able to control a warforged. Or simply has many of them working for them, but yes. Same difference. Um, but yeah, uh, we very well Or someone that a warforged that. would who's working alone would trust with their last message. Yes, that too. A dead drop in every sense of the word. Uh, yes. Basically, it, there's there's not much that goes on in the lower cities that Zaz can't find out. All right. So yeah, you guys make your way, and it is it's a fair. Um, it takes you guys probably the better part of forty five minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, walking to get there, um, and it's can, a matter uh, of, and we can show them like the quicker ways to get through as well. Yes, our... yes, no, absolutely. That's with the quicker ways. Okay, um, because it's a matter of going a, a lot of walkways, a lot of magical lifts. When you get down into the lower city, it's not so much magical lifts as it is physical lifts. Um, and it's yeah, it's a fairly long trip. Um, As you guys start moving down, it's very quickly, it's very easy to see where the city sort of delineates its its wealth levels. Um, So the further you get down, very quickly the, the, the dirtier it gets, the more destitute it gets, the less you see members of the city watch um, you don't see, whereas, you know, up in the middle city and particularly upper city, you see a lot of the city watch around. Um, you guys were just in an unfortunate 
spot how well that worked out. Um, down in the lower city, you don't see the watch as much. And when you do, they're usually heading off towards something. So it's a little, it might be a little bit nerve wracking for your average person coming down here. You see a lot of more disreputable looking types and not as many policemen. <laughs> Eventually you guys make yourself, make your way to the gate of gold district. Um, which is dominated by the gate that the the district is named for. At one point, it may have been glorious looking and 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 ornate and even maybe a little bit gaudy. At this point, any kind of splendor has long been stripped away. Um. Old mansions and towers that used to belong to to the wealthy lords and merchants have now pretty much been converted to tenement housing. Um, all of the inhabitants here look have that lean, hungry sort of look to them. Um, and you guys make your way through the streets, eventually coming up to because uh, that had mentioned. Uh, an orphanage that is a little bit more than an orphanage. So you guys come up on the, uh, on, on the building and yes, the Gilded Heart, uh, where Seth and Seth and Edwin lead you, uh, looks very much like an orphanage. Um, you guys head in, um, and you guys sort of, sort of, Sort of leave them in, and it's got it's back to what you would think of think of with an order for fairly large building. Um, you guys can actually hear sort of sounds of something a little more festive somewhere deeper in the building. Um, as you guys are there, you see uh, one of the people you two notes. Um, you know it's not Zaz. Yeah. Because you know Zaz is Yeah. Um it's is somebody it Hmm? Is it Eck? Eck. No, Eck wouldn't be here. Okay. Oh, that's right. No. Um no, this is the image that you are being presented. Um, so you guys walk in and it's a, a, a hobgoblin female. Um, guys know her, uh, as Kashta. Um, and she's currently sort of, it's fairly late. So everybody's, uh, all, all, everybody in the orphanage is pretty much asleep. She's sort of just doing her watches. And she looks over when she sees you guys. Obviously recognizes the three of you. And gets sort of a big smile on her face. Didn't expect to see you guys here or bringing friends. Hello, Kasha. Pleasure to see you again. We're looking for Zaz. Ah, of course you are. 
Um, Zaz is in the other side of the business at the moment. Ah. Um, I'm going to head that way. Yep. And as I pass, I'm just going to pull out a couple of silvers and toss them to Kasha. She catches them. And so they lead you guys through the orphanage. It takes you uh, through a couple hallways. Um, through a door, and it leads into a storeroom or the other part of the Gelded Hearts business, which is a tavern. Um come straight out into sort of the bigger storeroom area. And from here, you guys head out into sort of, sort of the main area and you see, um, it's a fairly motley group, a group of, of, uh, both patrons and staff members, all different types of people, different races, different, uh, um, uh, uh, personality types, different diff- different styles of dress that seem to be just having a fairly good time here. Um, behind the bar is a uh, young-looking elven woman uh, who you guys know is, uh, is Zaz. Uh, she looks over at you guys Gets a bit of a smile on her face. Looks over to somebody else and and murmurs something to him. And they quickly take over as Zaz comes over. Edwin. Gira. Seth. This is an unexpected pleasure. Uh, Yes. Can we talk privately? Of course. Uh, Are your new friends joining us? As she sort of looks over the rest of you. Yes. Evening, Miss. Good evening. Um, and she just sort of gestures to, to, to one of the other doors that's actually sitting directly behind the bar uh, and leads you guys back there. Yep. Uh, bartender sort of steps out of the way for her to get, get through. Opens the door and sort of waves you all on through. Uh, and it's a fairly small room. Not much, not much seemingly to it. Uh, there's a small table, a few chairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever bright lantern that's lighting the room. So you guys all step in. She steps in as well, closes the door. I'm what can take, I help you with? I'm going to take up position leaning against the wall next to the door. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't like to sit down in small rooms. Um, so, uh, Zaz, these are our friends, new acquaintances. Uh, Alex, uh, Alex Valen Branma. Um, we ran into a bit of trouble up in the middle city and was hoping you could give us some help. If I can, I can. So, you wouldn't happen to know if the word on the streets this evening was that uh, someone from the likes of, say, House Tarkanen, or maybe Boromir, or 
something along those lines will had it out for somebody in the middle city mm. I mean in particular tonight um as opposed it, to any other night Valen you you saw the person's identification papers didn't you yep who was it uh, it was the, 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 let me help you out with that Bonal Gelvin <laughs> human professor of the adventure continent I don't yeah. have yeah. thorough notes but I do have notes yay note taker Edwin doesn't know that but I figured someone should uh, write no, it Edwin does I told them okay yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes. If, if so, Edwin was told, Edwin will just okay. give that information himself. Yeah. And I'll, yeah, no, I'll, we'll both answer. Yep. Edwin sort of, or uh, Zaz sort of leans back, or crosses, crosses her, 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 steeples her fingers. Someone from Morgrave University, eh? It's of particular co- uh, in- importance. Mostly because uh, apparently, well, the, the whoever did it sent a warforged after him, and mm-hmm. uh, they apparently had something called a final messenger. Eyebrow raises. Apparently, upon death, will send a picture of whoever they last saw back to someone, uh, and it just so happens that the person that they last saw was our dear Kira and Ve- our friend Valen. Hmm. That's rather unfortunate. Yeah. Well. I don't know anything immediately, but I can certainly... I can find the answer within the hour. I'm certain of that. We appreciate it. In the meantime, by all means, your uh, feel free to make use of the facility as you see fit within the usual reason. I have some fingers to send out throughout the city, it seems. Thanks. Yes. Uh, she looks over to the three of you who do not know her particularly well. Um, you are welcome here. I would advise. Normally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too concerned about about giving such uh, such a advisement, but. Considering that your your fates seem currently tied up for the moment with these three, it's probably worth giving a little extra caution. Be careful with who you get too friendly with in the tavern. Not everybody may be as they appear. Understood. Alex nods. By all means, enjoy yourself for a short amount of time, and I will have answers for you. 
Thank you, Zaz. Much appreciated. Yep. So she lets you guys out of the room. I'm Heads go. off on her own. I'm going to go find a corner table to sit in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to see what they have to eat. So they have a fairly interesting mix of from a bunch of different cultures, really. Um, Grandma, come and try this. Sean's <laughs> yes, finest. Sean's finest uh, takeaway. <laughs> don't 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 upsell it. Can, <laughs> have you, can I roll an insight or anything on that? <laughs> Go for it. No, no, he's being truthful. Yeah, I imagine he is. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> So, do I believe him? I mean, he's being truthful, apparently. Well, okay. I don't know what the dwarvish equivalent is, but it, I suppose um, he's indicating that it's food on a level with McDonald's, but it's the best McDonald's that the city will produce. <laughs> <laughs> do I get a look at it? Sure. I mean, you have to look at it to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this doesn't count. It's not recommended, but <laughs> yeah. So this doesn't count. <laughs> but she'll take it. Um, that's that's fair. Yeah. I'm gonna pull Kira over towards the table that I've. Oh yeah, Kira was going to go over there. Yeah. And uh, produce produce book and hand to Kira. Yeah, yeah. I was going to mention. I'd really like to investigate this further. <laughs> Here you go. Whoops. Does uh, mm. Alex see that? Uh, you guys sure Alex was the only one you were hiding. I, from. I'm making sure Alex is staying roughly with me. Okay. Unless I'm Alex objects verbally. I'm not trying to hide it. It's just a book. Okay. Well, I, I mean, well, I think Alex is basically mostly hanging out with um, Kira where possible because she's the only one that Alex actually That knows. is a fair point. Yeah. It's true. Go ahead and roll a perception roll. Okay. Actually, knowing I mean, that not, knowing that uh, Alex might be watching, uh, Kira's going to attempt sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So that he doesn't see it. See, she... she... Uh, oh, uh, keep forgetting. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, Christ! Visibly passes from one to another. <laughs> so yeah, your Edwin is providing a little bit of distraction for uh, who's you know paying attention. And 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 looking over that way, and if you go over that way, I don't know if Edwin, if you mm-hmm. try and stop her. I'm not physically stopping her. I'm just just sort I'm, of. I'm just 
I'm less concerned that Alex is going to interact with us and more concerned that the rest of the tavern is going to interact with Alex. That is a very fair concern. <laughs> and that's why we're Can I, to Alex that end, just do a Edwin general Ray. perception check of the area around me? Yes. Yes. Uh, Not well, that it... No. In, in, ad, in, addition, <laughs> in, addition to, in addition to, you know, handing book off to uh, Kara, we're going to try our best to keep Alex sort of in the middle of us. Okay. So that any you know, in order to get to Alex you have to go through Edwin or me or Kira. Okay. So okay. So yeah, you end up sort of seated at the table. You guys manage to pass the book like under the table. Yep. Um and you end up with it. Yeah, so you guys so the, the people in the room, first of all, um they do pay the you guys are notice it's noticeable that you've drawn most of this most of the people in the tavern's attention and largely they go back to doing what they're doing but there are a few that are still definitely eyeing you guys not in like a hostile way necessarily more of a curiosity way, which anyone might be aware is just as bad potentially yeah um. So yes, Kira um, would be really weirded out if they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, if if no one seemed to be paying attention to us, Edwin would be a little bit concerned too. Yeah, Kira, yeah. what the hell is going on? If... <laughs> but um, yeah, still, this is what it is to be to expected. Keep a general awareness. So yeah, you guys have. I mean, about an hour. Is there anything that you guys want to do while you're waiting for Zaz specifically? Uh, uh, Talk amongst uh, yourselves, or... So this is going to count... Uh, this is... Uh, okay, this is probably not right now, but I'm thinking, is this going to count a short rest? Yeah, this would count as a okay, short rest. Yeah, You're good. pretty much just sitting there. So, yes, Ooh, you, will get to, the... you will get Yay. any spells. My one spell slot back. Yes. Yay. <laughs> but, uh, uh, oh, the life of a warlock. Yay. Uh, Branwen might take a little bit of time to try and analyze the mail to see if there's anything like she could learn from it. Okay. Uh, so, actually... A whatever the... <laughs> Roll me a... While you're doing that, uh, Valen is going to go and find Alex um, nearby and and just generally sort of ask her some things. Okay. So what am I rolling? Uh, uh, (laughs) Investigation, maybe? Ooh, could be. I mean... uh... It's not specific. I'm going to make it a. You know, what? I'll just make it a a a a toolkit for your for your for your utensils. Because I was going to make it a perception roll with proficiency because you've so got which attribute? Those tools. Yep. Which attribute? Oh. Uh... Uh, uh, 
wisdom, Perception? I'll say. Oh, okay. Oh, right, no, it's a stat. No, no, yeah. 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 Yes, nice. So, you know what? Roll me a... I'm going to make it a survival roll. In this case. <laughs> okay. This is an addition to the role that you already made, obviously. Okay. So, you start analyzing. It's a little, it's definitely different. It's not what, it's not the kind of um, meal that you would be particularly used to. Uh, like you would expect to be served among this, any individual person in here. There's a strange, like you can, you, you make a quick look around the room and see uh, see what everybody's eating, analyze your own meal, and you realize that they're all eating the, basically the same thing, but they're very different groups. And so you think, okay, well, maybe they're just, you know, maybe it's just a, a particular dish they're good at. And you think about it for you think about it for a moment. These are for lack of a better way to put it, this is a this is a meal this is a meal that is particularly popular among uh the name of the what's the name of the country uh drum do i have that right i know i should know because it's the setting i'm gonna say yes because i don't know (laughs) (laughs) sorry i suddenly have to look at a map really quick um Ah, got him Yes, that's why I should trust my, trust my instincts. Mm-hmm. So Droam, which is the nation, um, the well, technically it's considered part of Brelin, but it is the nation to the west of, of Brelin, which is a largely I'm monstrous back. nation. Hmm. Um, which is strange because this is all humans. And elves and dwarves and gnomes, and so it's not food that you would expect them. It's very well prepared, like hmm. it's very, very, it tastes great, but it seems to be made for a more monstrous type of or suited typically for a more monstrous type. Fair enough. Um, do I notice, do I notice the moment happening or no? Oh, did, uh, did Brahma try some of the local cuisine? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I watch her reaction. (laughs) (laughs) It seems to be curiosity, I would say, would be a good way to place it. Um, yeah, I'd say you'd notice. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. So, uh, so Valen, Alex, you were going to find Alex. Yeah, just sort of um, move towards like once Bremer is engaged mm-hmm. with the food. Right. Um, move over, sort of check back, see how they're doing, and then move to Alex. Okay. Um, hello, Miss. Worth noting, Alex is in the middle of the rest of us. Yeah, yes. Alex is in yeah. the middle of the three urchins. Yes. <laughs> okay. You you sit at the table as well, definitely. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. We're we're not stopping you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so it seems yeah, you're, the, uh, you're the you're uh, the the fixing type. I. Have some talent, friend of the uh, Kira's. Well, how did you two meet? Uh, I um, I spend a lot of time at the uh, Morgrave University. She was in. Ah. I see. I've seen her around the library a few times. I haven't. We haven't got. We don't know each other that well. You um seem to know a lot about the uh, the Warforged. I learned a lot of things. I come across a lot of things in my studies. Hmm. And what's your main subject? Uh, the, the mending may be a bit of a clue. I I am going to be an artist for. Yeah. Ah. Oh, that's fancy. Yes. Uh, it's... I've always wanted I've I've always wanted to make things and this is I've been working towards it my whole life. Made anything good? Uh, thing, uh still I, learning. Okay. <laughs> still learning, yes. Interesting. And uh how 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 are you feeling about all of um he just sort of looks around and glances at the place all of this <laughs> uh, it you know a, a bit out of my element but it's these are it's it's part of the world isn't it it's can't just ignore that this even i even us up top can't pretend this place these sort of places don't exist <laughs> <laughs> you would be surprised. Eh. Yeah. It's oh, easier I... for some than others. Yeah. I I get that I, I get that impression. What's your theory on the uh our attack our erstwhile assailant? You know, I I have I have no idea, but I am very curious to know the you don't see a lot of Warforged. Uh, you don't. I mean, Warforged are in the city, but they're usually uh, Jeremy. They're, they're typically uh, the Warforged. Are there a lot of independent Warforged around? There are. So technically, they're all free, and they're all independent pe- uh, people. A very large bulk, particularly in Breland, uh, because of because of its relation to Canis. And a couple of like Karnath, um, a very very large bulk. Yes, they are free individuals, but they essentially work under indentured servitude. Hmm. 
but that doesn't mean that it is that it is an extreme rarity. Um, right. By the way, while this conversation is going on, I'm just sort of scanning the rest of the bar, making sure no one's taking too much of an interest in our corner. Go ahead and roll me a percep. That was not supposed to be with advantage. Okay. I'm doing the same. Go ahead. Particularly because there's a conversation happening. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll continue my, my talking to um, <laughs> Valen. Um, Sorry, I just so- love this idea that we're talking to each other and everyone else at the table is like, oh, what's going on? What's, what's, is someone listening in on us? Well, I mean, I'm- like staring around. <laughs> I think Alex is Alex not not is, staring is, around so much as aware that there are other people here. Yeah, Kira is quite curious phone. about the conversation going. I'm going to yeah. roll something quickly just to for my sort of my own. Yeah, okay. So 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 Alex is is sort of reading the mood of the party and the place and is keeping her voice down, although she may not be particularly aware of what's going on. Just you know that clearly everybody doesn't want to be drawing attention to themselves. I think it should be fairly obvious. It's right? more like yeah. they don't. W- they're concerned about you drawing attention yeah. to yourself I, from from the rest of the. Yeah, I I feel like she would understand that. Like yes. even if it's not like I don't know what dangers I need to be looking out for. I understand that you guys are worried. Um, so she is keeping her voice down about this. Um, okay. So yeah, she continued replying to Valen. Um, since the war, the uh, warforged were freed but for the most part they they don't they are they tend to be working for people which means and especially with the um what the hell is it called the messenger pigeon thing final uh, final messenger final messenger it this that warforged i think had a ma- had probably a master and I am very curious to know what, who is using Warforged as thugs or assassins or assassins. Yes, I, I did. That didn't seem like it was just a being a guy being robbed. There was, well, I mean, somebody wanted that guy dead. Is my guess. None of this, none of the person's stuff was it's, taken. It's probably a lot more common than you imagine. Well, actually. So she replied, none of the stuff was like, um, you know, not until we got there. <laughs> well, okay, so mo- most after. assassins, most assassins will, you know, make their kill and then try and escape, not make their kill and then try and attack people who are stood vaguely nearby. Yeah, Ed- Edwin, maybe Ed- Edwin. I don't think at, at vaguely yeah. nearby, Edwin coughs and like covers a laugh. Maybe, maybe it. I look over at Edwin. Hoping Maybe it was after something, and it was hoping we would pass by and not investigate. Possible. I lean, I lean over towards Edwin. Maybe we interrupted it. Brother, do you have something you'd like to share? Oh, no, nothing. Brother? <laughs> well, you did run up rather quickly and it's possible that I might have it pro- the assassin probably wasn't already getting away My, more ducked under the bridge kind of thing and um, you just conveniently forgot to tell me before I ran up 
You know, you didn't exactly give me a chance to. I was... I mean, fair enough, but still. I... He wasn't going to startle everyone by saying, hey, there's an assassin on the bridge, because that's exactly when you run up and do something stupid. I mean, fair enough. Would have, right. would have, would have, would have, you know, maybe. Ed, Edwin has switched to Elvin at this point. Yeah, 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 responding in Elvin as well. Would have maybe at least. Kept Which my... stops nobody from the in the party coming. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not. It's not so Elvin. much that it's trying to hide oh, anything. Enough. It's more. This is clearly sort of a sibling quarrel, sibling instinct sort yeah. of thing. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, so once I start dropping to Elvin, I'm going to go back to talking to Valen. Yeah, that's right. fair. You guys, can, you, Alex and, and Valen, you guys can make a perception roll. Um, okay. To, for any reason, or just... Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, just because no, I want you to I feel roll like perception. It. Just because okay. I want you to be I paranoid thought... when I say you don't see anything. No, no, I thought you meant <laughs> I like, mean... to see what they were doing. Oh no! Not it, for for a reason. Yet, I'm not going to say that I will never say roll perception just for the hell of it. Um, this is not one of those moments. I'm not saying I haven't done that myself. Alex, if you want to roll. Oh, sorry. Yes, um, it's okay. I was forgetting you. That was me. Uh, where's my perception? <laughs> sorry, I, for some reason I thought you were talking uh, for, to Edwin, but okay. I don't know why. So, well, 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 Edwin and, and Seth are having their conversation. Um, you guys, Valen, you pick it up first, just because you're used to when you're in an unfamiliar place, you size things up. Yep. And I've already got a couple some... of escape routes mapped out. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's not any of the patrons inside that immediately catch your attention. I mean, they've caught your attention anyways. Uh, you're like half expecting an attack to come at any particular moment. Um, but it's not them. It's So somebody slips inside who very much like Alex does not seem to belong here. Very much What's like Alex. So you see, it's um, a human form wearing uh, wearing sort of a, a very fine blue cloak. Um, with the with the cloak down, a human female, uh, maybe in her thirties or so. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, dark hair. Uh, fairly attractive, pretty dark blue eyes. Um, and she, she, she sort of steps in, stops, and does a quick look around and quickly zeroes in on you guys. Does this catch the attention of me or any of the other urchins? You guys do not yet, because you guys were busy <laughs> okay, um, sniping at each other. It has so... drawn the attention of some of the other people in the bar. Valen sort of put like holds up a hand to sort of stop Alex for a second. It's like we'll come back to this, yeah. and then looks looks at them. And that's Alex. You look over, and you can actually roll me a. Uh, get 
Damn it, no city. No, I, um, I will make it a... The second the conversation is paused, Edwin snaps back to that. Yeah, I was about to say, I would, I would like, if, if, if I see Phelan holding up a hand, I would immediately start... I'll make an investigation, or an, an, an intelligence roll with advantage. All right. Because you're more likely to know who this person is. 21. Okay. So, you don't have... You know that it is somebody of your house... Um, you don't know, like, you don't know her personally or anything. Um, she is a fairly high-ranking member of the house. Interestingly enough, she's, she's in Sharn, but she doesn't work for this particular branch. She's sort of here on assignment from, from, from the faction of the house and on there. Uh, that's why you know her, because... Her presence here is a point of particular interest for some people within within House Cannon. Um, her name is Eladrin, and you have absolutely no re- idea why she would be here. Do I think she would recognize me if she saw me? She maybe. You don't know. You don't know like, how well known you are among the house. Right, but like we haven't interacted ourselves. Not directly. No. Okay. It's not uh, to say yeah. that there aren't portraits that might be aware of, but no. Or descriptions. Right. So Alex will sort of just, you know, turn away or, you know, trying to be subtly not uh, recogn- as, e- as easily recognizable across the bar- across the room from her or, you know, Fair enough. down a little bit, but uh, not actually, she went, she's not going to say anything. Okay. Alan continues to look at them. Okay. <laughs> one of you is trying to be very subtle, one of you is not. Um, there's, there's a little bit of a flick of the eye roll. <laughs> yeah, and you guys see this as well at this point. Yeah. Um, okay. Do I, does this person look like their money? Oh, yes. Very uh, I much I give you so. a not now look. I just sort of lean back and pull my hood down. This was, yes, this person. So Alex looks like money to you guys. Yeah. This person looks like to Alex what you guys would be to her. So, um, I imagine that she's rich and she's a noble. I imagine that I imagine that in the lower city of in the lower city there are certain communication methods that are, that the people that live there know. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like kind of like well, in, in, I mean, I in in neighborhoods that my Cuban relatives live in, there are certain whistles that people will put out to let people know that cops are patrolling around. Right. Um, would I know any of those, like you know, bird whistles or anything like that? Uh, maybe, probably. Yeah, I'll say with your with your uh, uh, background feature, you probably would. Edwin's giving a very flat look to Seth. I just so I just you know lean back, pull my hood down, and I just let out uh, one of those bird whistles. Okay, that's all I do. Okay, 
keeping an eye on the person that just walked in. Yes. And she's heading straight towards you guys. Okay. Oh, not really? in not in a like bullet kind of shop kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She sort of like like she carefully moves around and she moves with a fair amount of confidence considering that she's in an entire clearly out of her element and in an entirely non I want to see if she gets pickpocketed. Can I make a perception check? Go ahead. Not great, but Okay. I mean that's good. That's pretty good. Um so I mean for level one and nineteen is good. Yeah, exactly. She moves in a graceful enough way that her pockets never get close enough to anybody's hands. They would have people would have to like move in an aggressive manner to do it. Yeah. And nobody's quite that interested at this point. Okay. They're more curious than anything else. But that's information, and that's information that interests me. Yes, absolutely. And she comes up to you, comes up to your guys' table, um, puts on a sort of a smile, and says, um, Hello, I'm sorry. Uh, would you mind if I joined you? Evening, miss. Certainly, please pull up a chair. Sit down. Thank you. Um, she takes a seat. Alex is still going to st- stay quiet, but she's not going to be like, you know, hiding. Okay. Or anything. Just yeah. Again, trying to not be particularly. Uh, um, what's the word? You patri- attract a lot of attention, either. Although clearly, that's not going to be necessarily <laughs> that useful. Yeah. Uh, Alex, and you know she she Alex looks at you really quick. She doesn't. Currently. Sorry, what? Uh, we did disguise Alex, so yeah. <laughs> I know, she she okay, looks at you, but she doesn't. It doesn't linger. You're not sure if she, there was recognition there. Mm-hmm. It was just a quick glance. Um, and she sits down. Uh, so, I, uh, pardon me for intruding, um, uh, my name is Eladrin Devoun, uh, of House Caneth, um, and I understand... I set up slightly straighter at that. Yeah. I understand that you came across a, a an incident tonight. What sort of incident would you be referring to? Um, the unfortunate death of a uh, professor at Morgrave University, uh, Bonald Gildam. Ah. Uh, yes, I, I do believe we did stumble upon that. Uh, the guards seem to be taking care of it. Yes. Um... I was wondering whether you had... I've spoken with the guards, and I was wondering if perhaps you had found anything... Anything such as... That had been... that That was not left at the scene. 
No, as far as I know, everything that was there when we arrived, including the Warforged, I might add, uh, is still there when we left. Uh, Valen looks at uh, Seth and then looks back at the lady. Do you want to roll me a deception check there, Seth? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Nice! Oh, yeah. That's a crit. (laughs) Even Kira believes me, and Kira's holding the thing I stole. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Valen, also, if you want to roll an insight, maybe it's conceivable you could pull it off. No, because I know that um, he's lying, right? Because I know that we've got the book. No, I, I, um, you didn't, you didn't see me. The take only it. person who saw the book being palmed was the person who palmed the book. No, that, that is true. That being I, said, I, I, because I critically succeeded on actually, my side of hand too. There's something else that wasn't necessarily. You don't left know at the that scene. it wasn't left there. There was the apple. I mean, the yeah, apple. That's that, what I meant. That was the only other thing that. Yes. You don't know that it wasn't left there, to be fair. Well, I didn't see anyone put it down, right? No, no, no I, I, put it, I put it back in the bag and then sleight of handed it into my bag. Uh, and did. what happened to the bag? Well, you don't know. For, the bag I was left, left there. the bag on the body. Yeah. Oh, okay. In that case, I'm not fussed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, dude, still... Just wait till we find out this person's trying to help us and Seth is keeping secrets. <laughs> hey! I don't know them. Okay. So. She frowns a little bit at that. Not, not, not in a skeptical way, more of a frustrated way. I see. Was there something missing that you need recovery? There was. There was. A, so, I've been working with uh, uh, Provost Gelden uh, to Gelden to uh, recover a family heirloom. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were we were supposed to meet earlier tonight, but obviously, as you know, he never made it. Uh, I, I learned from the watch what has happened, and I've been. Uh, oh, I have my resources and heard that you were there. Um, the provost had information for me, and he believed that he had uncovered the location of this heirloom, um, in a journal from our house. And I was going to fund an expedition, but... Well... It just so happens that myself and I point at Edwin and Kira, my associates, are very good at retrieving things that have been lost. If you'd like to hire our services, we could recover this for you and perhaps also assist in retrieving this artifact. Do you want a persuasion check? (laughs) I mean, yeah, you can roll a persuasion check, sure. I don't know if I can okay. get assistance on that one, but you know, it's a fourteen. No, that's fine. Um, I mean, if you would be willing 
to try and uncover it for me. I would I would be more than happy to pay. I I, I look at Edwin and Kira, who I'm assuming aren't shaking their heads no. <laughs> oh, Kira, Kira is trying to contain her excitement here. <laughs> no, I... Actually, actually, only Kira is aware of uh, the exact motivations that are actually, are actually making her particularly excited. <laughs> but, but yeah, there are reasons that others know too about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because this it clearly seems he's rich and stuff. Yeah, this is it's a sweet gig, but Kira has very personal reasons to be extremely excited about this. Yes. Well, then. Uh, I think we would gladly offer our services. Can you describe the journal in any greater detail? Yes, it was it was it was leather bound. Um, it has our our house symbol. Well, a primitive version of our symbol um, uh, on the cover, an, an anvil and uh, hammer. Do um, we know what that is? Like, is that common knowledge? It's not un. It's not a rarity. I mean, you could roll. I mean, it's just history, isn't it? Yeah, essentially history. The thing was, nobody ever got never. Nobody ever looked that close at at, at the cover, with <laughs> the exception of well, uh, the two people reading that it for a have bit. It. Yeah, with the I exception of the two people I who have it. it who didn't get a high enough roll on their roll back then. Okay, but that's fine. I, I do, I do to realize what it was. But when she's describing it now, now what, what she's described, would I know what that symbol is? I mean, you'd know that it's the symbol of the house, more or less. The house can its official seal. Okay, right. So that I can... Coat of right. arms. Cool, that's fine. Thing. Yeah. Um... Well, something like that certainly does stand out from the crowd. Uh, we should be able to find it for you easily enough. Uh, when we do, where would you like us to bring it? Well, if you do recover it, um, and this extends to, and she looks to the whole table, this extends to all of you. Um, if you were to, if if you uncover it, I am staying at the Broken Anvil Inn. Um, which is not far away, actually. Is it in Upper Dura? It is. Actually, had it. It is in Lower Dura. Actually, it's just. In I was going to say, very few places in the Upper City are not far away. I assume. Yes. Well, yeah, but if it's like direct up, it's less than an hour. It's. <laughs> yeah. No, it is actually in. Sorry, I'm just looking up the specific district because. You would think I would have been smart enough to write this down. <laughs> you would think incorrectly. Um, uh, Calliston. I, would I know that? Would you know Calliston? Or would I know that the Broken Envelope was in Calliston? I assume I know Calliston. Yeah, from probably. It's not, yeah, it's not. So Calliston is... A, a, basically, there's like a district between you, where you guys are now and there. Yeah, 
But yeah, you probably be fairly from the broken anvil is actually a house Galanda operated in, which is the halfling dragon marked house. So you probably don't spend a lot of time there because dragon marked house. But, um, but yeah, you you would know where it is. Uh, but okay. if, you, if you bring it there, I would be more than happy to compensate you, and we can discuss potentially further hiring. Well, that sounds absolutely fantastic for me. I think if we do find it, we'll bring it to you. Wonderful. I will hopefully await you. Uh, hopefully await your arrival there. And with that, she gives them a smile. Alex, you can roll an insight roll. Okay. There you go. 14. So she looks at you one more time. And this time there's a little bit of a lingering stop there. You're pretty sure she recognizes you. Maybe okay. not directly, but at least by name or reputation. Uh, and then right. she quietly makes her way out. Okay. Again, managing to stay out of hand's reach of anybody. Well, it seems that uh, Edwin, Kira, and I have a job. Uh, if you'd like, we can certainly follow up on it with us. I say to, to Valen, Branma, and Alex. I want to come along. I need to know what she's up to. Certainly. Works for me. Branma? Okay then. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Sounds like a yes to me. I mean, certainly sounds like one to me as well. Though I'm not certain I speak Orcish. <laughs> you get used with, to it. And with that, we'll go ahead and call it for this session. Alrighty, so thank you all very much for joining us. This has been Eberron, Heirs of Destiny, and we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. We also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. And uh, if you'd like to support us financially, you can do so in either of those places uh, via a monthly donation on Patreon or a one-time donation on our website. Uh, thank you to our $20 supporters, Chris Comfort and Antitonic. Uh, for their support on Patreon. Uh, and you can also find us on 411mania.com. Jeremy, give us that spiel. 411mania.com is a place where if you're interested in the kinds of things that appeal to the 18 to 35-year-old geek fanboy, fangirl, that is the place, we are the place for you. Uh, movies, television, a little bit of comic books, music, wrestling, mixed martial arts, video games, and now Dungeons & Dragons podcasts. Mm. Yep, you can find all of that and more on 41mania.com. So, thank you all very much for listening. And we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>